This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the Six Rings postgame show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings postgame show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Braden man set to punt. Jones back deep to receive. Man takes the snap. And gets away a line drive, end over end kick, drives Jones back to his own 16-yard line. Returnable, runs right to the 20, gets up the sideline to the 30, he's to the 40, cuts it back to the 50, he's loose to the 40, at the Jet 30, to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Unbelievable! Five seconds to go! And the Jets are going to lose this game on one final special teams play that the Patriots take to the house. Unbelievable. It was a good punt by man, poor coverage. And Jones, boy, he's got a second gear once he sees that opening. Marcus Jones is going to take it to the house. Three hours of absolute agony, 10 seconds of pure sex. Yes, Marcus Jones, Marcus Jones. David Ortiz, David Ortiz. I'm in camp, I gotta get to the third one. (laughs) Allow me to at least Dave O'Brien it. Season-saving play by Marcus Jones. Game-saving play, day-saving play, legacy-saving play, season-saving play, (laughs) life-saving play. That was legitimately the first holy put a dollar in the swear jar word moment in what has been an absolute snooze and frustrating Patriots season. And it took someone that you and I, Andy Hart, had been opining for on our Six Rings podcast. Get Marcus Jones the ball. Put him on offense if you have to. Run six or eight plays through his hands. Kind of like a Charles Woodson kind of maneuver. Get him on offense. Get him the ball. A line drive kick 
What did I say in the other room when we're watching, thinking, ah, here we go to overtime. Oh, boy. It would be fitting if this ended 3-3. Three to three. Oh, boy. I can't believe we have to watch this. This game is agony. Second, that ball left the punter's foot. And, of course, thank you to the Jets radio network and the great Bob Wischusen for the play-by-play. Patriots win 10-3. to three. Hug your babies. Kiss your spouses. Pop the champagne. Let's go. What did I say to you, Andy, the second that ball, and of course this is Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart on the Six Rings postgame show here on WEI and all across the WEI Sports Radio Network, 617-779-7937 is the phone number to call in, complain about the first three hours you saw, and then give me a hallelujah and an amen and an LFG for Marcus Jones and what easily is the play of the year for the Patriots and maybe the play of the season in the NFL. Andy, what did I say when that punt left the Jets' Hunter's foot. I said that's returnable. That was he kicked it too far, too hard. And if you're going to try to play it safe at that point in the game, you don't give somebody. Oh, I'm watching it again. Oh, go. Oh, that cut at the forty. Uh, sneaky little bit. Mm, uh, Mac Wilson may or may not have clipped on that. Play. Oh, I think that's absolutely <laughs> a block in the back. I'm glad they ignored it. We remember a couple oh, the years refs ago. Were too cold. They're like, get out. They did not ignore it a couple years ago when Gunnar Olszewski had a return for a touchdown, and oh, there was a block like that right. behind him. Oh, I'm glad God. they. We were saved from overtime. We were saved from Here maybe a three-three tie. He's absolutely not in front of the guy. Nope. He and it's unnecessary. Nope, because Jones is going to score at that point. He's, He's at, at the, the point 12. where he could probably dive for the end zone and still make uh, it. But Marcus Jones, I know people are going to say, like, oh, you guys honestly, are homers. He saved the season. In my opinion, I gotta the go season three ended o- today if you lose that game. i got to go three hours without a smoke or a drink now. I don't know why you keep referring to sex. I'm not having any I sex I said with smoke you. or a drink. Oh, I thought you were referencing sex. Though. No, no. that's what. Well, it's almost yeah, like yeah, I yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I told Clean you... Clean yourself up over there. No, I feel like I had a scorgasm. I'm excited. Uh, that was the most no. exciting play of the year and the Thank most God. exciting play they've had in a while. And uh, there were other chances. Honest- jo- uh, Jonathan Jones nearly had an interception late that would have been similar, but wouldn't have been, uh, as you put it, orgasmic, wouldn't have been quite as fun. Like, this just... Yes. Ended it. And by the way, the Jets had the same opportunity, except the the uh, Polardi, Michael Polardi had a low punt on their yep. last punt, mm-hmm. which probably was returnable, except Matthew Slater runs across through, gets his hand up, and then your old friend uh, steps to the, He does that pro move that they talked yep. Was it you who talked about it, or did they talk yep. about it on the broadcast? They were talking about the broadcast, I believe. Pro move by Matthew Slater comes down right up and near the face of Braxton Berrios, steps to the side. I mean, absolutely just hit what button? When you're playing Madden, allows you to just like juke immediately hard left or right. I don't know, uh, boy, what a boomer I sound like at this point. He just jukes hard to the left, like just steers left, puts his arm up to block Berrios's view, which doesn't allow him to snag it and try to return it after, like you said, Pilardi hit the liner. And then the Jets, they get blown up. A curious series of play calls by the Jets there at the end of that game which we have more than enough time, an abundance of time, to analyze, dissect, and question. We have a whole entire game to analyze, dissect, question, complain about, et cetera. Except right now, that play, Andy, has prevented any and all complaints, any and all issues. At least it has stemmed the tides of misery for the time being because all of a sudden, a day that looked like it was going to end in frustration, a day that was as grinding and obnoxious and infuriating when the fans had to sit there in the freezing cold. And anyone who calls in that was at the stadium or is on their way home can attest 
my cheeks are still scorched with windburn from the time spent down there on the field and in the stands until I made my way back to the studio. Those fans deserve it for grinding it out, for being, they were really loud. For they were watching. For watching, <laughs> honestly. Like, I feel like Marcus Jones's touchdown is reparations for what they had to endure, what they had to witness, and the conditions that they witnessed him in. By the way, we are coming to you today on this very excited and thoroughly elated edition of the Six Rings postgame show from our Best Yet brand studio. Uh, no need. They just gave me the piece of paper. Uh, I'll mention Cars for Kids several times. Uh, we all know who the player of the game is. I mean, I'll say it now. We'll say it in the 5 o'clock hour. Michael Pollard. <laughs> People are like, who's that? I just tuned in. Who the hell is this Pollardy guy Mac who keeps Wilson. referencing? Yes. Uh, holy smokes. Uh, but okay, also, yeah. just to, yeah. to, to go overboard even more, <sighs> yes. Marcus Jones is special as a returner. I think we can, he was special in college. I think it was nine touchdowns, two-time All-American, and he's already shown in a short period of time here uh-huh. special. We've seen him over the years. Troy Brown was probably the classic example Dynamite. back in the oh, day. Awesome. Marcus Jones and is so special. And so was Julian Edelman. Let, let us he, not yep, overlook Nack, what a good West Welker even. Mm-hmm. When they needed to jumpstart a drive, it's late in the game, it's fourth quarter, we're down four or whatever, we need to, boom, you would get the end. Marcus Jones has entered that hierarchy or stratosphere of Patriots punt return. Uh, Andy, in college, as we have probably mentioned on this show, it's been mentioned on the radio station, mentioned on the podcast, we'll mention it again. In college, Marcus Jones, who, by the way, the last two years in Division I college football was Pro Football Focus's highest-graded corner. He had the highest cover corner grade in college football the last two years. In addition to that, he scored four ways. That's right. You could sit down and order... The Marcus Jones four-way. He scored touchdowns as a he scored touchdowns as a wide receiver, a kickoff returner, a punt returner, and uh, as a running back. So there, how about that? He ran it. He Veterans returned. benefits just got a whole. Oh, we apologize for that, everybody. The commercials were so excited over Marcus Jones's punt return. They prematurely. <laughs> uh, we had premature celebration right there. We apologize for that as well. Uh, Marcus Jones scored four different ways in college, and now. In just, what would we say, probably about two-thirds of a season so far, Andy, Marcus Jones is the leading kickoff returner in the NFL. And now, with his 80-yard punt return for a touchdown with less than 20 seconds left, I, I would dare say he probably now vaults to the forefront of punt returners in the NFL. That also was the first punt return for a touchdown this year in the NFL. We made it over half was it? a football season. Isn't that incredible? Just an electric play. Could not have come at a better time. No. He spared, spared us saved overtime. Saved us all. Spared us overtime. <laughs> saved the Patriots. Saved their fans. Saved everybody. Oh, my gosh. What saved the f- offensive line. Saved, Mac, saved Matt Patricia. Saved Mac Jones. Saved Tra- yeah. They all, the offensive line. Holiday season is coming. Marcus Jones, y'all need to get him some nice presents. You know, quarterbacks usually do it. The whole damn team. 52 other guys, you practice squatters, pony up to get Marcus Jones something nice. Mid-round pick, not making a ton of money. Get him something nice. He, he gets a car. Yeah, but here's guys the, get the money. He here's the, the yeah, everyone just go take five hundred dollars from everyone in the locker room. Yep, get him a car. Upgrade his car. Damn right. Just save the season. Bel- no, you know what? Bill Belichick makes a lot of money. That's probably very illegal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're I suggesting. Take that back. <laughs> Settle down. All right. He deserves something with like Batman doors that open upward, where he can right. strut out with his big old. Well, he's not that yeah. big, but no, actually, he's, he's big p- time. He's, he's petite. He comes he up. Got a big. lot of swag. You know, Kevin a- Falk used to say. What's Not that? the size of the dog in the fight, but the fight in the dog. And he would rub his chest when he did it. I don't know why. <laughs> to calm his dog self down? <laughs> but Marcus move. Jones is a playmaking dog, and they needed every bit of that dog today because it was a dog of a game otherwise. There wasn't even anything resembling 
a dynamic play in that game prior to that. Now, there were some missed interception opportunities, like we mentioned, with Jonathan Jones late in the game. Kyle Duggar tried to be a playmaker on the sidelines. He had himself a hell of a ball game today. Devin McCourty was airmailed another Zach Friday gift. I like to call him Zach Friday because he hands out interceptions to the Patriots like it's Black Friday. Usually when he plays against Bill Belichick, that's what he does, hence why I call him Zach Friday. Well, airmailed one. Uh, it's all right. you, you, you'll figure it hey, out. Hey, Grandma, people, we're taking the long way. <laughs> people listening at home or in the car right now figured it out. He airmails one to McCourty late in the first half. Devin McCourty, unfortunately, doesn't reel this one in after he picked up two in the game against the Jets down at Jet Life Stadium. Wow. I did not think... There we were preparing for the the slog, the trudge through what likely was an ice cold and and offensively inept overtime. All of a sudden, that play happens. There's jumping, there's clapping, people are having babies in the other room. I'm rewriting room. stories. You're rewriting stories. <laughs> I'm grabbing laptops and cords like, oh, blank word, we got a post-game show to go do. And it's completely different from the one we were emotionally preparing ourselves oh, to do. I was kind of dreading three-plus hours of... Don't overreact because goes to overtime. Who knows? They win, they lose, but it doesn't feel good either way. Mm-hmm. You found a way to salvage this, to feel good. And we all know sports are weird, that there are these yep. like these forks in the road that you don't see coming. And I'm not trying to play your side of the street, the fraud squad, super fan, homer world. But that's a big season-saving play. And emotionally, now, that doesn't discount the O-line stinks. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't but, discount your other issues. But I have a Google Doc with the words stinks or sucks written on it like 15 different times describing different aspects and positional groups. I watched team. a 2001 season. I'm not comparing, even though I kind of am, but I'm not comparing. Marcus Jones is the new Tom Brady. They had a great de- no, they had a great defense and played special teams. Yes. Every once in a while, the How offense they just the needs to do a little something. the Steelers the AFC Championship? You know what they lack? What? Remember when David Patton ran through and caught a touchdown pass? Against the I think the Matt Rams. Patricia's head would no against the Colts. The Colts I think okay. Matt Patricia's head would pop off if he ha- if somebody asked him to draw those plays up. That's what they lack is that offense that can find a way to be creative and productive. But defense and special teams, maybe no year more than this year where scoring is down, teams aren't as good, they're, they're, the bills are fading, like all these things, maybe defense and special teams is enough. I'm not saying, but I'm saying I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Uh, 617-779-7937 is the number. We've got so much to break down. We'll hear from Christian Fourier later in the program. We'll hear from our guy, Kyrie Thompson, in what should be an outrageous and super celebratory Patriots locker room after the Marcus Jones 84-yard punt return for a touchdown with five seconds left. I want to plug into a little bit of that energy at the stadium right now. Normally, we we wait a little bit to take calls. Hobie is on the line right now. He's leaving Gillette. He wants to talk. Hobie, tell me, what was it like? What was the scene? What was happening, my man? It was absolutely crazy. I was down right on the field. When I came around, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Everyone was jumping and screaming. We were all freezing down there, and the second he came down the field, it was the most electric thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I was down there earlier uh, on the field level, and I still can't really feel my face or my fingertips from how cold it was, Hobie, and I'm sure you can probably attest to that as well. Was it was it as crazy as it looked on TV? Yeah, we were, like, walking in and out like in and out of the stands trying to get warm and stuff. We walked right outside, and they get that stop on the fourth down, and they punt it off. We, they bunt the ball away, and it just goes absolutely crazy. That was, like, the most amazing 30 seconds of my life right there. Well, that's well, you deserve it for st- Hobie. You deserve sex it. is going to be great someday. 
<laughs> Hobie, Hobie, you des- thank you for Maybe calling tonight, in, my man. Hobie. Enjoy your enjoy your evening. Happy Thanksgiving and go Pats. We'll talk to you Thursday Happy night as well. Go Pats. Yeah, buddy. Thanks so much for calling in. They, I'm telling you, those fans today, they stuck it out. There were a lot of Jets fans. Shame on you if you sold your tickets thinking, I'm not going to that game. It's going to be freezing. Well, this it was. Team, I, okay. <laughs> this it was team in the 20s score. wind chill. Like, I know. I still couldn't feel my eyeballs. It was so cold down and there. And the first uh, 59 minutes and 30 seconds kind of sucked. <laughs> kind of? No, sucked. Okay, I was being nice. Dude, that was awful. You know me. I'm nice. I mean, that's, that's the crazy thing. Like you just said a few minutes ago, sports can be so weird. Sports... So fickle, so mercurial. It's the why idea, so awesome. but that's what just happened down there today. It's is why, why you why never sports. leave to beat traffic. You never because you never know what you're going to see. Now I know it was a three three game, so you probably weren't going to leave to see traffic. But some people could because I wasn't uh, so sure. It had been three three forever. We were literally joking. The the fitting ending was a three three tie yep. after a scoreless overtime. Right, final score: Red Sox three, Mets three, and then woo. You're like fist pumping after a goal, baby. Unbelievable. 617-779-7937 is the number if you'd like to call in and talk about Marcus Jones saving the day, saving the holidays, possibly saving the season for the New England Patriots. His 84-yard touchdown return on a punt with 10 seconds remaining gives the Patriots the 10-3 win against the Jets and puts the Patriots... In sole possession of third place in the AFC East. They are out of the cellar. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to you guys on the other side. You got Fitzy, you got Hart on the Six Rings postgame show here on WEI. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEI. Zach, this team, the Patriots, they you haven't been here for this whole streak, but obviously you guys talked this week about getting kind of payback from last year. Yeah, we'll have these guys in two weeks. From the 16-yard line, Marcus Jones. Got a block from Schooler. Here he goes. He's going to try to beat the putter. He does. He's gone. And that is a touchdown. Are you kidding me, Kevin? An 84-yard punt return, the difference. Hard-fought game. Two defensive-minded coaches. The Jets will drop to 6-4. and four. The Patriots will go to 6-4. and four. An absolute snooze of a heavyweight fight, or dare I say, a 15-round heavyweight fight. Featuring lots of jabs, body blows, and technically sound boxing. And then an absolute swing for the fences with 30 seconds left in no. the 15th. Okay, I was trying to... No, technically sound. Zach Wilson was not technically nope. sound. Actually, the offensive line was not technically sound. Two very large people who have no business being in a boxing ring in a prize fight. And somebody landed a knockout in the last 30 seconds of round 15. I said, uh, I tweeted late in the game, I felt like these were two teams where you... If you're the Jets, you can't possibly trust your quarterback. He had already hit McCourty in the chest. He tried to hit Jones in the hands. Jonathan Jones on an out. He's missing wildly on the sidelines with throws. And if you're the Patriots, you couldn't possibly trust your offensive line. It's almost oh, like they you were, probably they felt were legendarily bad. Today. You probably felt better on defense when you were the two teams. When your defensive unit was on the field, you probably felt better about your opportunities and the way things were going to advance. I couldn't believe that the Jets, with less than two minutes left, weren't just trying to chew up the clock as quickly as possible they did seem to be running it out but they they were beneficiaries of a penalty of jonathan jones uh illegal hands to the face or illegal contact in the secondary which negated a sack from mac wilson i believe wow he was involved on 
two potentially uh, penalty-laden plays because he may have hit Zach Wilson a little high on that may have? sack that was negated. And then, of course, almost called for clipping. Almost? Marcus. Well, I mean, he, he probably almost clipped. Called, right. He clipped, almost called for clipping on the return as well. When we get a chance, we will bring you live Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. We will bring you audio live of Patriots coach Bill Belichick. We will also effort and endeavor to bring you highlights from other players, including the hero of the day, Marcus Jones. Man. You know what I'm kind of looking forward to? This is really weird and dorky. Sleeping. You know, well, yes. Um, you know those, Pizza. the thing they, they do with next-gen stats where the little uh-huh. circles and squares and they show oh, you the that. play? Mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing this play on the circles and squares. Like, th- they did it with the Miami Miracle a couple of years ago with, mm-hmm. uh, with Gronk. Uh, I look forward to seeing that version of this. Even though I saw the actual 3D live-action version, right. I kind of look forward to the next-gen version. I am looking forward to this play call, and we have two of the finest producers here working with us today on Six Rings Post Game Show, Nick LaPan and Justin Turpin. I'm hoping one of them can find that play call, uh, perhaps in a foreign language, because there's nothing I love more than a game-winning field goal or a game-winning touchdown in German, Spanish, whatever. However you find it, I'm here for the celebration. This is one of those ones, Andy, this this might quickly make my ser- my uh, I call it my sports serotonin playlist. I keep a I keep like a certain number of plays that I just like to rewatch every now and again whenever I'm in like one of those moods or I need a little oh cheer up buttercup after you do a show with me. <clears throat> you I've watched the whole thing on the ride home after doing a show with you every time. Uh, you know, like the Butler play and, you know, James White's run in Super Bowl 51, the Vinatieri kick, or just some certain game winners, Amendola's touchdown to help them beat the Browns in the game where Gronk tore his ACL in 2013. Like, improbable plays, big field goals, et cetera. That one might make the list. Like, that was electric. We oh, heard the Jets yeah. call. We heard Kevin. No one better, by the way, to have on the call than Kevin Harlan. Nobody better. I, I actually wish Trent Green had taken over play-by-play for a few seconds. Mm. He's not capable, so that's why he didn't. <laughs> Too uh, bad we didn't have Greg Gumbel. Well, and there goes Marcus McGee. <laughs> the the best po- – well, uh, Jones. There's too many Joneses. He would have gotten confused. It's one of the Jones. But the, I think the part that made it so exciting – we've seen this before in various games, but the way the game was so bad. Justin Bethel. So not entertaining. <laughs> so not energetic. So oh. not memorable. And then, boom, like a switch, you're just ignited. Like zero, one of those, you know those roller coasters that like slowly recoil and set you up for an mm-hmm. explosive takeoff? That's yeah. what this game was. You were slowly backing up and you knew it's what a you two didn't minute know at the ride. time. It's yeah. a two-minute ride with the first minute and 58 seconds. You just hear like clink, 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 clink. And you're just like and this. The last two seconds, you're like, <gasps> I'll just poop my pants. And we didn't know it was coming this time. We didn't actually no. know there'd be a payoff, but the payoff came and it was memorable. Like you said, like I'm going to keep... Keep going back to that, and I'm going to throw this in the face of anyone this week. And you know what, Pats fans, be prepared. I don't know where it's going to come from. It could come from social media. It could come from certain radio stations in town. They're going to try and tell you, and they'll be right to a degree. Oh, this team stinks. That game was terrible. They don't deserve the win. Uh, that's just, you know, lipstick on a pig. That covers up what was a putrid effort. This team's going nowhere. Forget it, because this is why you watch sports. This is why we sports fan. We hang in there for three hours of absolute bludgeoning by this game, only to be redeemed, to be saved, salvaged, and elated by plays like that. Oh, man, get your kid a Marcus Jones jersey. If that doesn't rocket to the top of the Patriots Pro Shop sales list just in time for the holidays, I don't know which one will. Now, Andy, there was a question I wanted to ask you. I think this will be a big question today and throughout the week. If a play like that, 
can propel the Patriots onto some sort of postseason run. We will see. And you know what? Here to talk to us about that, Bob. Bob's in the car. He wants to talk about it right now in the hey, Six Rings postgame show. Hey, Bob. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, thanks for letting me come on. Um, I At the end of the first half, I texted my friends and my, my, my sons and stuff like that, you know, P-U-T-Z, putz, 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 because they, they just weren't doing it. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, I went back on as soon as that run started, I went to saying, forget about that. It's P-A-T-Z, uh, S. Uh, pass, pass, pass. This team will make a difference. I'm not saying they're going to go all the way. I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. But they're going to make a lot of these procrastinators or procrast, whatever how do I say it, um, change their mind because this, this team just electrified this whole region and this whole division. Thank, thank you for letting me talk to you guys, and um, happy holidays. Thank you for the call, Bob, and a happy holidays to you as well. Could be detractors maybe instead of procrastinators. <laughs> You know, actually, I heard a feisty couple of JETS chants both in the parking lot pregame as well as in the stands. Now, you really? know, yeah, like, oh, yeah, a couple of the Jets. And look, if your defense is that good, if you know your defense has this quarterback and this offense's number, there's a good chance you're going to be feeling yourself knowing, hey, our quarterback absolutely spit the bit. A couple weeks ago, our defense dominated and should have delivered the W for us. Why can't we go up there? With this offense stuck in first gear, first gears being generous too to the page. Well, no, because Damian Harris played his ass off, and Ramondre had some nice plays. Kobe, a couple good catches too. Actually, Mac Jones didn't even look that bad. I digress. No, when he wasn't under pressure, and he wasn't at times, I thought handling the pressure poorly. Mm-hmm. He had a decent day. When he rolled out, he actually handled the pressure nicely. When he recognized the pressure quickly and was able to evade, step into the pocket, still doesn't happen often enough for my liking. When he was able to get outside the pocket, yeah, he was able to make some plays. Short-armed a couple of throws, but hey, listen, they still got the win, so that's okay for now. But I really do wonder, can that be the kind of play, Andy, that despite your torpid offensive play, and that's being generous, despite the fact that you have an anemic offense that did go up against an excellent defense, can a play like that propel this team on a postseason run? Can it? Absolutely. Will it? Uh, I'm not that confident. Because I do have to take a step back and look at you. You played an inept quarterback, and you look like you have an inept offensive line. And I don't know how I, I, I get past. Like, it's fun. You're exciting. And then when the energy starts to drain out of you and, like, the adrenaline comes back, you're like, wow, why is our line so bad? What are we going to do moving forward with the offensive line? And then the flip side is, yeah, we can make Zach Wilson look like that. He's not going to hurt us. I will say the run defense was dominant today. That's another aspect you can build on. Mm-hmm. That's got nothing to do – well, I guess it sort of has something to do with Zach Wilson. But you were dominant against the run today. Without your best defensive tackle, no if, less. If you can continue – well, you won't have him for four weeks. No. Bill did say pregame that he expects him to come back later in the season, so that's a good thing that could help down the stretch. But uh, if you can marry up a, a stingy run defense with the pass rush, they continue to get six sacks today. Okay, it's Zach Wilson, so maybe it's like not usually six sacks. Maybe it's only three on a normal day. But if you continue to get the pass rush, you can stop the run, and you get timely special teams, it's a formula to win. It's not the easiest way to win, nope. but it's a formula to win. That said, 
the the schedule gets more difficult. That's why you needed this win. But that now might be the best defense, though. That might be the best defense you'll play the rest of the way. Yeah, but there's other defenses, especially if some True. get healthy. Like mm-hmm. if the Bills get Tre'Davious White, which I don't know what's going on with Tre'Davious White, not back yet. But as, as he well, he did have back. an ACL, so those can, those can obviously linger. Yeah, they've there been can talking be some about him coming back for weeks and weeks. Kyrie Lam has been banged up as well. Gregory Rousseau, Jordan but Poyer. Boy, they, have you like, seen that elbow? There's yeah. some other defenses that are. I don't know that you need to be a good defense though to challenge these Patriots. With as bad as the line is playing, they're horrific. I'm watching guys just throw Trent Brown down with one arm, zip by your guy Cole Strange, the rookie of the year, oh, who's no we longer broke the rookie up, of the, by the year. Way. Okay, you I, broke I, up. Yeah, bad news. You've moved on to Marcus Jones. He's actually, the rookie I like. I now. broke up with Cole, my my rookie crush. Now I I faxed Cole Strange. Okay, I was so frustrated. I had okay. my people do it too. But do I expect that? The, but you also have six wins, and we're starting to look at a bunched up AFC where you win some tiebreakers. Can you get in with nine wins? Can nine and eight get you in? I don't know. Well, maybe. when you win games in Tony the division, Romo, this, so we'll now, so the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins are tied at seven and three atop the division, and you get to play them. The Jets, better are now or worse, six, you get te- to play them. A team that is two games above five hundred is now a last place team in the AFC East. Patriots Best division in, in football. Place. AFC beast. No, no, don't grimace when you say that. Don't they don't know I grimaced. Well, I just set the stage in the theater of radio. I just took everyone behind the curtain. Yes. You're absolutely sure. Thousand percent. Okay. Over the NFC Beast? Yes. Okay. What happened to the AFC West? That was Colts had a chance to beat the Eagles today. Like they're having they're not feeling themselves right now. Jeff Sunday. Sunday. Oh. (laughs) Waka waka. Double dad joke. Michael Waka. No, don't. Red Sox really. Everyone was gonna allow it, but the continued explanation of the joke only pains people. Now this is interesting because Ah Waka Waka. Hey, Carmen, Carmen, listen to this one I got. Carmen, Carmen. The lines are loaded, and no one is really calling in to celebrate Marcus Jones or talk about what what a joy. This is why we can't have nice things. Nope. See how quintessential. I'm as negative and as objective, and I put my own air quotes around it, as anybody. You're a hater. can, Can we finish out the hour? Of feeling good about Marcus Jones saving your season with an 80-plus yard punt return? No, because Paul from Rhode Island wants to tell it's everyone how putrid the offense looks. I can't disagree. Hi, Paul. Andy Hart, you're such a straight shooter. That's why I call your show, you Uh-oh. know. Uh-oh. You're not like uh, Snagglepuss. Do I take stage right, stage left, you know? Anyway. I don't. Listen, where's the execution in this freaking Patriots team, you know? I understand uh, look at uh, Lamar Jackson today. That was embarrassing. Uh, uh, NFL product sucks. Okay. Yes, we can, all, we can all agree, I'll... Paul. It's a te- it's a it is a terrible it's a down season. I I, I believe terrible. it's a really right, dude. It's right. not a terribly watchable. Better than season. other products. But a division game, I'll take anything. I'll take any win from the skin of my teeth. The way that division has changed. Yes. I'll take anything, anything. And thank you, Marcus. By the way. Yes. My yes. my other point my other point is this. What the hell is gonna happen if this keeps up? Are you telling me that two teams that are like ten and seven are going to the Super Bowl if this keeps up? And there's two teams that won by the skin of the teeth, the Giants and the and the Vikings. Okay? So here we are going to these games as as Patriot fans, and of course my Lions. Oh my God, they embarrassed, they embarrassed, they embarrassed yep. th- that team. And I'm so happy for Campbell. I am, and the whole team. 
But the, the problem is there's too much separation from the bottom teams to the top teams in the NFC. Well, yes, I, the, I, might agree, I may agree with that one, Paul. Thank you. But I, I don't, I don't want to – I do too. No, Paul's a very honest caller. I just don't want to go too deep down the NFC separation, NFC quality uh, thread, if you will. I don't want to go yeah. – yeah, I, I appreciate where Paul wants to go with that, but we, we have a lot to focus on, unpack, and discuss and debate as far as this Patriots game today because we had, like we said, an entire show planned – and then now we still are going to do the majority of that show, but we also have to talk about the fact that they did win. They this won. Could have a they have major six wins. impact. Yes, they six. extended their season. Welcome you know how to the six wins post game show. Late in a game, just just extend the game, like extend the game, so you give yourself a chance, chance in a tight win. game. Yes. Right? They extended their season. I don't know where it goes. They may still end up with a losing record. They may still end up missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I know they extended their season. They're a six win team. They're no longer in the basement nope. of their division. Right, like they've given themselves an opportunity to improve moving forward. Now, tough schedule, seven games. Remember, we talked about it before as well on the podcast, and it was uh, it was definitely at the center of a lot of uh, pregame and tailgate dialogues beforehand. A win for the Patriots significantly improved the percentage of chance that they may be able to make the 58%. playoffs. Like they're in the sixties now, I yeah, believe. Actually, like, like the path. Opens a little wider there, thanks to Marcus Jones blazing down the field. Now there, there could be like a hurricane and then a flood, and it could wipe the path out in the coming weeks. Could be a problem, but for the here, for the now, they have six wins, and more importantly, they gave you a highlight play, the best Something. play of the season, energetic, Something. excitement. Oh, and by the way, he's a young player. You're like, ooh, this guy's here for at least the next three years. And it wasn't like when the stadium lit up against the Bears with the zappy two touchdowns, which then yielded or rather opened the floodgates to one of the most soul-crushing defeats in recent years. No, instead, it came at the end and delivered the win. 10-3 final. Patriots win. Marcus Jones is your hero. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number to call into the Six Rings postgame show and talk Pats and Jets with Fitzy and Hart here on EEI. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Well, unfortunately, with the good will sometimes come the bad. And when we try to celebrate in victory thanks to plays like Marcus Jones at the end of the game. Sometimes there has to be a swing in the wrong direction or a counterbalance. We go now to the injury update desk with our own Andy Hart here on the Six Rings postgame. So show. we saw David Andrews uh, limp off in a lot of pain in the first quarter, really struggled uh, to get down the steps off the field playing surface into Gillette Stadium. saying thigh injury, correct? Yes. So we have an update from Ian Rappaport. Patriots center David Andrews is feared to have suffered a serious thigh injury that could end his season. Source said he'll have more testing done to determine the extent, but the but good news is not expected would be a significant loss. So sounds like they are preparing to play the rest of the season without David Andrews, which we've seen over the last three weeks, three games, uh, is not good news. The offensive line has been a problem even with Andrews at times and certainly gets much worse when he is not out there. Certainly seems to trickle down to Cole Strange, who struggles with no David Andrews out there. James Ferentz definitely struggled to hold his own today. And without... He's a backup. Yeah, I know. I understand, but he's also a veteran backup. And he usually plays guard. Now he's he's thrust into playing center. And then, of course, like you were just saying, like Cole Strange, who, again, had another terrible day. Yeah. You can almost trace it all back, though. Like, you don't want to just say it's as simple as blaming it on David Andrews not being there, but that's the captain of your offensive line. He's probably, in a lot of ways, 
making calls and helping hold the hand of Cole Strange as he tries to get his feet wet and hold his ground as a rookie in the NFL against some ferocious defensive lines. The time now is not for, oh, why'd you create the need for the guard? Why'd you take this guy? He's there. He's on the team. you got to win or lose with him. This is the kid you're going to have to play. But that's really bad news. To potentially lose David Andrews to a thigh injury for the rest of the season? Oof. Tough season for Bear. Bell gets wrong on that cheap shot from Pinnell against the Bears at the end of that game. Unnecessary cheap shot, no less. And now what we thought maybe was a contusion turns out to be a potentially more serious thigh injury. Again, uh, from Ian Rappaport, uh, potentially serious thigh injury that could end the season. They'll have more testing done. But good news is not expected. Would be a significant loss. You could say that. And some. Also, by the way, I didn't even realize poor uh, poor uh, Hendon Hooker tore his ACL, the quarterback of Tennessee yesterday. Yeah. Ah, Injury to insult. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Can I ask sport. you a question? Uh, I might even have an answer. Semi-serious. Okay. Is Mac Jones the worst Jones on the Patriots roster? Yes. <laughs> Semi-serious. Jack. Yep. Marcus. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Jonathan. They're all better. Oh, in the power ranking of Joneses right now, on the Mount Rushmore of Joneses, uh, Marcus is the one with the huge stone. He's in the George Washington position. He even gets the night's floodlights at night. Uh, hell, I might even put, like, some Vegas uh, lights glowing, like, hey, MVP, look at this guy over here. Then you got Jack, or Jonathan probably, had a good game. Could have snagged that Almost pick. Almost had a pick. Played well. Jack Jones overran that long pass to Garrett Wilson. Oh, no, Denzel Mims, excuse me. But by and large, has played pretty well. Mac Jones, Yeah. In the power ranking, he's number four of all the Jones. Although on coming the on strong, program. if he gets a little protection, yeah, he's not going to. So uh, he's we, poor. <laughs> the tackles played like crap. Uh, you just maybe lost the center for the season. Tough road to hoe for old pal Mac Jones. Old McCorkle has got a tough one ahead of him, and of course, the Patriots are right back to it Thursday night, eight fifteen on Thursday Night Football Thanksgiving edition on NBC. Patriots at Vikings. Vikings are in action right now. We'll keep you up to date on that game as well. We'll bring you audio from who spoke at the podium and what they had to say. When we come back, that wraps up hour number one here of the Six Rings postgame show. Fitzy and Hart with you till 730, and then we take it to Sunday Night Football. Give us a call, won't you? Let's talk Patriots. 617-779-7937 here on WEI. 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 New England Sports Original. Back to the Six Rings post game show on WEEI. I think the passing game just isn't working right now. Uh, we got to be detailed, you know, all of us. You know, it, start, it started during the week in practice, um, coaching, all of that, man. We all got to be more detailed. We all got to have a, a better plan. Um, this is not okay. I mean, straight up, it's not okay. We had, how, many, how many total yards we had? A little over 100. Yeah. It's not 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 gonna fly. So, um, you know, we got the dudes. It's time. You know, it's time to be consistent. It's time to start winning the games we should win. It's time to to do all that. And, um, yeah. Can you talk about the second half, especially the offense? Seven possessions, only two total yards. Um, yeah, it was dog. The, as an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no. Those are some of the highlights from the post-game audio from the New York Jetropolitans, obviously a little embittered by their defeat today in which their defense balled out and played their asses off, and all they got was this lousy T-shirt and a loss 
to the New England Patriots, which means the Patriots swept the season series against them. That's 14 straight Andy Hart Mm. for the Patriots against the Jets, a game they could have easily won if their offense wasn't a tire fire. I take dog (laughs) or dog blank. I agree. Coach Robert Sala put it. Uh, Zach Wilson was asked, uh, Mike Giardi tweeted out an hour ago, Zach Wilson was asked if he felt like he let the defense down. His quote, no. We just heard that. I'd want to say it again. Okay. No. In case anyone didn't understand that. Did you let the defense down? No. Okay. He's a dink. It you have two young me. quarterbacks that are struggling, but one's being a dink about it and one isn't. Like, you listen to Mac Jones, I think he's full of crap when he says the offensive line did great. I'm also a little annoyed by he and Bill telling me how much they moved the ball today. Yeah, well, we had, uh, moving the ball wasn't the problem. We just got to do a better job of scoring. Uh, so the bar has okay. been lowered so far because oh, you, had 11, you had 11 possessions. Mm-hmm. Your punter punted seven times. Mm-hmm. You turned one over on downs. That's eight. Um, on you, one of the worst play calls I've seen in a long time. Hideous uh, since their last fourth down against the Jets, probably. <laughs> but you had eight possessions where you possessed the ball for five plays or fewer, including mm-hmm. five three and outs. Mm-hmm. Is this what we're bragging about is now mm-hmm. moving the ball? Moving the ball effectively because it's such a great defense. Obviously, it is an excellent defense they're going against. Good. So now we move the ball. Did Terrific. you? Did you really? Because I don't think you did. Okay, well, I will tell you right now, Andy I Hart, don't think moving we bro- the ball, having we, eight drives with five plays or fewer, is good enough. From you our, punted seven times. The Bills are the competition. Mm-hmm. They don't punt. You don't make them punt, and you just punted seven times. Stop telling me how well you moved the ball. You didn't. As we broadcast once again from our Best Yet brand studio here, Andy and I bring you the stats that matter. Uh, let's see. Mac Jones threw for 246 yards. Oh, we're going to take a victory lap? Patriots ran for approximately 100 yards on the okay. day. So great. 350 yards of offense against the Jets. You have 10 points. No touchdowns on offense. Two missed field goals and a touchdown on special teams. And no With less than 30 seconds left. And no consistency. Actually, no. There was consistency. There was the offensive line folding like a card oh, table terrible. consistently. There was bad play calling on fourth down or third down consistently. Mac was holding the ball too long and shotgun consistently. But aside from that, no, not much consistency. Anything else bother you or catch your eye, catch your ear from Coach Belichick uh, and Mac Jones? Yes, and I wrote it down. It's a good way to keep note. This little run we're going to make here, Mac ooh, Jones said. Ooh, not, not we're trying to, we're yeah. hoping to. This little run we're going to make here. So he believes, and they've won three in a row. We should note they've won three in a row. Yes. Two before the bye. Six and four. Thanks Third to the place Jets, in the partially. The, thanks to the Colts. Mm-hmm. So, you, you you know, I'm not sure the competition's great, but that's a winning team with a winning record. You've won three in a row, but Mac Jones believes they're about to go on a little run. How you like them, Could apples. be very little. Could end Thursday could be very night. Could, could end could in a couple days. All Short the way week. comes to a screeching <laughs> right halt. Right Minnesota. Right after Thanksgiving <laughs> supper. Back to the phones we go. Polly's in the car. Hello, Polly. Hey, how are you, guys? Thanks a lot. I have three balls to give out today and a real comment that you had oh, earlier that I wanted. First off, Marcus Jones, obviously, you know, you could tell how excited Belichick was about special teams. you got to shout out. I've been in season ticket holder since 94, never saw a Jets game end like that. I mean, outside of the uh, – Tuna Bowl when you had to block the field goal. The second one obviously goes walking back to the car. We had the Jets fans turning to the Nets. It was N-E-T-S, Nets, Nets, Nets. And the third uh, game ball is definitely to you, 50. How you're out on the, on the field and you run back and you're on the microphone. Have to give you a game ball on that. And then the last one was Have you listened? You're, you're commenting on how this may be one of the toughest defense through the rest of the year that the Patriots going to have to – Face, mm-hmm. seriously on that that one. 
You want me to? Well, you want me to walk that one back? I mean, this is definitely they're the number two ranked very defense, defense in the NFL, Paulie. Yeah, well, I agree with that one because obviously it showed yep. up today. Yeah, I mean, goodness, ferocious indeed. Thank you Thanks very much. Call, appreciate Paulie. the call. Thanks for hanging on hold. Appreciate your contribution to the show, Paulie, as well. I got two balls. I'd like to give out. Uh, game balls? Yeah, like Polly. He had three balls. All right, well, we'll get to Andy's game balls, uh, a new segment here on the post-game show. It's Andy's game balls. When we come back, we're just going to catch a quick break right now so we can get back on the clock following those post-game pressers. We brought you Six Rings post-game show with Fitzy and Hart rolls on here on WEEI. Now, back to the Six Rings post-game show on WEEI. Yards get a game-winning touchdown after Patriots offense stinks all day long, but not as bad as the Jets. Zach had nine completions on the day. They not had as bad more. as this song. <laughs> wow, twenty-three to three. Uh oh, looks like the Vikings uh, are going to make... be angry and wounded on Thursday oh, night. No, I was going to say not as good as we thought they were, but as a matter of fact, actually, it looks like. Yeah, they're going to be, they might be real mad. Wow, that was a long field goal that Dallas made to end a first half to forget for Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. 23-3, to your halftime score there. By the way, 10-10 as well. Mr. Unlimited against uh, Josh McDaniels, Devontae Adams, and the Las Vegas Raiders, a team so cash-strapped they can't even afford to fire their first-year coach. Which is too bad. Because we could use them. Because we could absolutely. Because as we get to some of the negatives, I believe Matt Patricia will be part of the discussion. After two weeks to put forth whatever you think your best shot is offensively, we got, well, that. Six Rings postgame show, of course, brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. That's Zudi, Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. Andy, uh, I think both of us were a little taken aback by Mac and Coach Belichick saying, how well the Patriots moved the ball today. You made mention of it before the break. Yeah. I just want to go over it again. I saw several beat reporters post photos of Mac Jones. Here's one from uh, Chris Mason. Uh, Mac Jones, quote, obviously we moved the ball pretty well today. That's a fact, end quote. Uh, yes, like we mentioned before, the Patriots had about 340 yards of offense, so that's pretty good. But would you call that moving the ball pretty well? I mean, what is one of the takeaways you or anyone who has to go back over this game or who was there or who was just like a devoted and dedicated diehard Pats fan, is one of the takeaways from this game, wow, the Pats moved the ball pretty well today. In comparison to the Jets, sure. You moved the ball much better than the Jets. In comparison to maybe even yourself at times this year, maybe. In comparison to a, what I think you need to be to be a better team over the final seven games of the season now, I'm not giving it to you. I, I think we've lowered the bar and the expectations and, and what now passes for a a quality offense. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm no, just being I'm overly you. negative. No, I don't think overly so. Overly critical and cynical. I've got Andy no. Hot, you suck. Why yeah, don't you let him enjoy the win? Troll, like, the I'm... troll patrol. Why don't you leave Fitzy and the fraud squad alone? Yeah. I'll I'll join you happily, hand in hand on this one. Like, there's no if only or yeah buts on this one to me. Like, yeah, but you missed the kicks, or yeah, but you all like oh the wind, or yeah, like no. You move the ball, okay, and then your line would collapse. You'd move the ball, okay, and then you'd call a terrible play on fourth and third. You'd move the ball, okay, and then Mac would hold on to the ball too long. Like, these things happen. They plague the team 
consistently all day long. Of course, we were, you know, elated and we were having a little bit of a celebration when the show began because we were still on the sweet, sweet high of Marcus Jones's punt return touchdown. Now we're getting back down to reality and the brass tacks indicate that this team is lucky to have escaped today with that win, and thank goodness the defense balled out the way they did. Or Zach Wilson and the offense. I'd like to push back. Bad. Go ahead. Go I ahead. wouldn't say lucky. I'll push back. I continue to push back on that. I don't think you were lucky. You made a good play. You had a timely playmaker make a great play when you needed it. The defense was awesome and gave yeah. you the chance to make that play late. They're stupid coaches punting to your punt mm-hmm. returner who didn't expect to get a chance to make a play. But I don't like. You earned the win in the end. Now, I don't know if you deserve... Somebody clapped back at me on Twitter like, Patriots didn't deserve to win today. So my immediate response, the obvious response is, did the Jets deserve to lose? I mean, win? And he responded immediately, no, no, absolutely not. Somebody has to win unless, as we were sort of talking about in the the boardroom watching the game, Mm. unless they were headed for one of those ties that just mucks up everybody's record and the, the, the tiebreakers as you get into playoff scenarios. They won the game. A guy made a play. MVP, as we expected. M. Mm-hmm. Jones is their MVP. <laughs> exactly. Just how we just how we wrote it up, just like we said before the game. Uh, before I grab a quick call, then we flip the hour. Yeah, um, let's get to the calls. They're we locked ta- and loaded. I know. We've taken a ton. we got plenty more to Take go. More. Relax. There's another hour we're and a half. Caller driven. Them. All right, I know. That's what we're here for. Uh, old pal Ben Volan over at the Boston Globe uh, tweeted out uh, less than an hour ago, unnamed Jets player, quote, Man, I can't believe we lost to the Patriots. End quote. Who do we think that unnamed player was? Who slid into his DMs? Uh, see, I knew it set you up for that one and just couldn't. I'm not sorry, that, Ben. Listen. Love you, mean it. Uh, who do you think it could have been? Could have been anybody. Yeah. Garrett Wilson sounds cocky. A lot of them sound aggravated. Like a lot of them. There could yeah. be like, like Maybe one indicated. of the defensive linemen that was like, damn, we sacked him six times. We were getting after it. How do we Again. lose to those MFers? Living in the backfield today. Uh, Could have been Robert Sala. (laughs) (laughs) He did say player. Player, not coach. Sauce Gardner. Could be Sauce Gardner. I think they have swagger in that. What about uh, about Bryce Huff, the guy that we were told about by the turn on the Jets uh, guy, Will Paw, remember, uh, the other day? He told us, uh, watch out for Bryce Huff. Third down, big sack today from him as well. That guy's good. Joe's in the car. He would like to talk about the offense, the defense, the whole damn thing today. Joe, what's up? Hey, guys, what a win today. Uh, I'm going to hit you with three quick points. One, Excellent. One defense might be the one defense might be the best defense I've seen in years, probably since twenty two thousand four. Okay, we'll Marcus see. Jones. Yep, Marcus Jones was a heck of a draft pick by Bill Belichick. I'm going to give him credit for that one. Mm-hmm. And three, Matt Patricia might be the worst offensive coordinator I've ever seen in my life. He stinks. Yes, because he's not an offensive coordinator. Thank you, he's Joe. A defensive coach. This was he's supposed to be the off, He's supposed to be the special offensive assistant and the offensive line coach. BT, F and W, the offensive line is a disaster. Like, you, you know what this reminds me of? Uh, she sounds hideous. That's because it's a dude or whatever. The Jake from from State Farm or whatever, when the yep. wife is all pissy, who he's, who's he talking to at 3 a.m.? Mm-hmm. You can't get mad at Mac, Matt. I think I combined Mac mm-hmm. and Matt there. Mm-hmm. Matt. And say you're the worst. He isn't an offensive coordinator. Bill put him in a horrific position. As I said last week in my column, he should have said you, no. Your un, yeah, your unpopular column, which I don't no. really think you should have gotten clapped back over. You've written plenty of things that deserve thunderous yes, clapback. Obviously, however, this one—that's your job. I get it. Troll Patrol, Andy Hart, no, no, no. Hardo, Truth. 
Arts Hardos. I Bill, bad idea. I'm not an offensive coach. Nick Cayley, see that guy over there? Nick Cayley? Yeah, why don't you give the kid a shot? Because oh, he might leave in a year. Ooh. God for yeah. That you know what we want to do? We want to keep bad coaches in bad roles. That's a perfect plan for success. And to anyone who's going to say like, can't we just enjoy the victory? How can we get to yes. be critical of Patricia? Of course, we're happy about the victory. I point you to fourth and three in the fourth quarter when the Ugh. Patriots are trying to move the ball since they were moving the ball so well into field goal range, and they call a wide run left, sort of a, a zone stretch left, if you will, to Ramondre Stevenson. There were only nine Jets waiting for him. It was him. unreal. Nine! You know how sometimes they tell linemen, like, step didn't even left. bother calling it out because everyone already knew it! They tell linemen sometimes, like, step left and block the first guy that flashes in your face. The first mm-hmm. guy of the other colored helmet. And you're like, okay, coach, that sounds easy. The first guy... Oh, my God, coach, there's nine of them. Which one do I... Like, it It was doomed from day one. No Unless, line could handle And that I will front. say that's a disappointing aspect of today's game is the one of the things that had been so good was Ramondre Stevenson. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a ball carrier, he was not good today. He had, like... 15 for 26. Yeah, that's not good. No, Damian, not good. Damian Harris had the little... Uh, he had little little juice, little, little yeah, gasoline. Yeah, 8 for 65 for Harris. Yep. 15 for 26 for Stevenson. Ooh. I don't like that. Now, he did lead you with six receptions on six targets for 56 mm-hmm. yards. but That helped. Um, the line stinks. I just keep coming back to it. I don't know how mm-hmm. to say it. Different. Like, I know I'm supposed to be, you guys are on the radio, communications, come up with new words. They stink. Yeah, you're supposed to be the ones breaking it down there, Terrible. Guys. Where's Horrible, the analysis? Really bad. Yeah, awful. Okay. What else I mean, I know, I know lots of adjectives. They're all bad. The pass blocking and they're banged great. up the game and didn't come back. Trent Brown's in the doghouse. That was a coaching decision, which means he's in the doghouse. That's how they say those things. He had to go back out there. And then I'm watching people come off the edge with like one arm and just throw him to the ground, throw Kajust to the ground. Right now, the line is in absolute disaster. And I don't see reason other than your Chase and Hines plan. Right. For I'm, it to get I'm, I'm, listen, I'm fishing for answers here. I'm grasping at straws like I imagine a lot Dante, of people. Dante, here's a check. You sign it. You fill it in and tell Robert how much we paid you to come consult. I feel like this is in Elf when you need to bring in the little guy mm-hmm. who has all the ideas and you pay yep. him like a million dollars an hour. Dante is the little guy. Get him in a limo. Bring him in for whatever he can do to save our season because the offensive line is so bad. It's season. This was season extending. They, they, they stink. <laughs> season extending was Marcus Jones' punt return. Season ending is this offensive line. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Six Rings postgame show marches on with our number three in just moments here on WEI. Time now for the Six Rings postgame show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings postgame show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at Needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Well, we certainly will head into Thanksgiving night. Patriots at Vikings with greater fantasipation, obviously because of the Patriots' victory, 10-3 to over the Jets today. One that has Jets Nation recoiling in abject disdain. 
loathing and disgust, one that has Pats Nation celebrating, yet still slightly tepid over the performance that led up to the Marcus Jones return with just a few seconds remaining in the game. As summed up by our next caller, Matt, down in Rhode Island. Matt, how are you? Welcome to Six Rings. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, the, the Jets player that said, oh, I can't believe we lost to the Patriots. What do you mean, like the last 13 times we played? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, seriously? I mean, there were a lot of problems, such as the first play of the game when they started on shotgun and took that sack. I was like, oh, oh here we go again. <laughs> what a terrible you know, not, play. Not, Thank you for bringing that up, by the way, I Matt. Mean, that was a terrible play call. Hey, we got the Jets defensive line who spent the entire last game in the Patriots' backfield. So let's have Mac go into shotgun, take a seven-step drop, and then hold on for a long play to develop. Yeah, so we didn't see many wrinkles or, or new stuff. Um, yeah, but let's just celebrate the fact that, um, you know, the Jets, once again, um, as director of analytics, by the way, you guys hired me for that in the last right. call. Um, I have written down in my notes that the Jets uh, coaches are stupid yes. for punting that ball away to a guy who has nine punt returns for a touchdown. And uh, let's just say Marcus Jones, awesome job. And actually in a terrible game, both defensive, both defenses are really impressive. But in a terrible game, that was a perfectly executed um, punt return block with a fake jab step to the left, the wall set up down the uh, down the sideline, and a perfectly you know run play by him. He's obviously very quick, and um, you know perfect execution. So I mean that's how you win a game. I I mean it was a tough watch, but when you win a game like that, man, what a, what a great game! Thanks, guys. Appreciate you so much, Matt. Thanks, Have a Matt. great Thanksgiving. Uh, that's our director of uh, advanced analytics yes. here at the Six Rings Institute. Matt from Rhode Island, and indeed, it was a terrible decision to punt the ball. It was a—I I think he said it was a. Uh, his analytics proved that it was a stupid decision. So I looked up. It's Brant Boyer is the respected special teams coordinator, but obviously that's a decision that I think falls on the head coach level. That's on Robert Sala oh, to make yeah. that decision to kick it, not to kick it. What? What does do it? Or do, does oh, does Sala no, 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 have no, no, to step no, no, over no, no. and say like, "Don't kick it to the kid. He's he, quick." He, he, whatever. I mean, yep. however, yes, it's say, his like, decision. It's you don't. He, leave ca- it on he special- called the effort. He called the game dog ass. Yeah, and and he was part of the dog stuff, <laughs> soft stuff. Um, but I give the Patriots credit; they were given yeah, an opportunity and they pounced on it. They like did. I keep saying, like you said, lucky, not lucky. Mm-hmm. You made a play. You were fortunate. They did some things that helped you. Uh, I would also say you're fortunate in this battle of disappointing second year quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's a much bigger dink than yours. Did you read some of the quotes of Zach Wilson? Like, oh, guys, it was also blowing like crazy out there, like defending himself for some of these terrible. He's a baby. Don't make excuses. So you what loser. is he? What is he? Twenty one? Oh, right, right. or twenty two? Right, like, but he's... but you're also the face and leader of a franchise. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to grow up quick, right? Boy named Sue. Mm-hmm. You need to grow up strong. You got to grow up quick. That's what Zach Wilson is right now, and he's not. He's an excuse maker, a finger pointer. He doesn't feel like he let the defense down. How could you not feel like you let the defense down? They gave up three points. They were really good. You went punt, 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 however many times you had to say punt for it to be accurate. Yes, uh, the uh, advanced statisticals department checking in right here as well. Um, These are some of my favorites on the day. Jets with more punts than Zach Wilson completions. Ten punts on the day. Nine completions by Zach Wilson on the day. Nine for 22. That's something. And there are more letters in Jets than points scored today by the Jets. Three. Yes. Four to three. Yes, that's and not he had two again. Both net not good. yards in the second half. Two. That's unbelievable. Like I feel like that's hard to do. If you went out and said, "Listen, here's what we're going to do," you couldn't successfully get only two yards. Like I mean, it's unless it's you per- spiked it every time. Perfectly exemplified by that screen pass that he whipped 
to Braxton Berrios. Now, Berrios, he's Amendola-esque, if you will, in a lot of ways. It was a good foot over his head. But he didn't shrink, right? He's always been that height. Like yeah. on the practice field, prior games they played, he knows what level to throw mm-hmm. it at so that Braxton Berrios can catch it. And again, it was windy. He's a AF dink and he there. stinks. I get it. Yeah, it was difficult. They affected both of the oh, Nick Foles. It's the National what? Football League. You Suck twerp. it up, Buttercup. I really, I know he has like the wild no throws. I have no, no time no, for that. No. Like that whole thing. I'll tell you what, Andy Hart doesn't stand for baloney. No. Nope. I eat baloney. He won't baloney. He won't stand. He won't stand for baloney. Good stuff. Go back to the calls. All right. Ryan's in the truck. He's coming out of the game. Wants to talk about, uh, oh, Thursday, which people are probably much more excited about now. Hello, Ryan. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's good, buddy? Uh, so I, I kind of just wanted to talk about how I'm a little bit confused. All right. Patriots moving the ball. You know, Mac Jones, what did he miss? Four passes. Mm-hmm. How the heck are we throwing for almost 300 yards and not scoring a touchdown? It's because of that mushroom, Matt Patricia, Looking like the Michelin man on the sideline there. What an idiot. That's and I just want to know what you guys think of that. And then, uh, you know, what do you guys give him against uh, the Vikings next week? Or this week, I guess. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Thanks, you too. Thanks to you as well. Obviously, except for Matt Patricia, the... Uh not funny. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to call We don't. I didn't. I don't think... Uh, no, I didn't. I was <laughs> no, more... I, I was more, Oh, you... Shame on you. Sometimes it's funny. What? Uh, calling him a mushroom jokes. is one thing, but the Michelin man, that's... He doesn't look like a mushroom. He looks more no, like a Michelin man than a mushroom. That's not nice. That's not nice. No, and I do not mock him for anything other than the reality is I often hold a player like your guy, Cole Strange. You make excuses, Again, rationalize I told you, it. We, ha- we broke up. Marcus Jones is my new rookie. But at some point, Matt Patricia has to be better. Like, I think back to when, when Tom Curran asked him after the Browns game, do you feel vindicated by the success? Like, vindicated? Their offense is terrible. They had two weeks... What were their wrinkles? What was different? It's now what was 30, better? It's now 30-3 to 3 Dallas against uh, the Vikings, like I think. split backs wow. that were not going to pick up a fourth down? The the inverted bone or diamond formation they were running with, like, the three guy? Like, I don't know what they did. Or The quick or, stuff, The I will say the quick stuff was working today. Unless, Again. Except when you threw it to Tyquan Thornton, your right. guy. Ooh, boy. How's that victory lap What's going? going on? What's going on? What did you blog that I piece don't about? Think I it's t- so impressive, this rookie class. They all 10 uh, the played ro- and contributed, I thought and they're it was. awesome. In the Cleveland game, it was impressive. All 10 played. He had two touchdowns. There wasn't a What's single member since? of Not much. Nothing. He's yes. giving the ball to the other team. He's dropping it. He's afraid to get hit. He's not. Jo- How, how's your guy doing, Jonu Smith? John o. Smith, he who was, takes an end around today. You threw him four he, passes. He caught all four. He's headed towards the end zone, and once again, his football allergy kicks in, and he drops the ball at the 12, almost losing it, and has to recover his own fumble caused by his own greasy hands. But he dove they on stink. it. Uh, he does stink. He dove on it. Barely. Cost himself a big play. Co- almost cost the team a possession. Yeah. And definitely cost them a touchdown because he's streaking you, towards the end zone. I don't know what you want me to say. The defendant. stiff. Oh, wow. Walk See? that back. Apologize. No, he is. He went too far. Last call before we trend. Steve's in Fall River. Hi, Steve. What did we learn today? I learned that a friend of mine told me his wife went to Trader Joe's at the stadium and she saw people leaving at halftime. Is your smartest people in New England. Oh, Steve, I'll tell you, I, I left at halftime, Steve, because I had to do the punt pass kick on the field, and then I made did my way. Did you see people leaving at I, halftime? Yes, I did, sir. Wow. People were leaving at halftime? The smartest people in New England. It was an ugly game, why? and it was cold. It was freezing. Oh, I'm sorry. It was freezing? Just it's football. You know, it's just fall. Know. It's New England. That was at the game, this guy that was at the game and wants to blame Matt Patricia for the lack of touchdowns, did he not watch the game? 
you couldn't get a drive sustained due to your offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, whoa, 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 and Mac Jones. Line. Mac Jones is terrible and at dealing Mac with jo- pressure. He doesn't and move well. He doesn't throw it away. Hey. The 30, in the last four or five possessions, they yep. started between the 35 and the 50, and the Jets started inside the 20, and – they had a they had the field tilted in their favor. They couldn't go anywhere. Well, Steve, I will have I mean, you. I'll, Cole Strange, Cole Strange yeah. had a block down on his guy. He had the angle on his guy, and somehow this guy bounced off and made a play three yards in the backfield. That's okay, that's Steve. Cole, yes, I understand. The offensive line is the big. To me, it is the biggest issue. Is paramount the the re- repairing of the Patriots' offensive line, the fixing. Any sort of adjustment you can Why make are we talking is the about biggest the problem. Jets? Why are we wasting a minute talking about that, how that was that was the game out. they played today? Well, that we was the game they played. Problem. Now we also and have several, your competition. We have another hour and twenty minutes of the show. You have so the same record as that. That's our competition. Yeah, you have the same Guess record as them. Think what? about this. I'll think. They had you a guy tell. that the last game they played, the mm-hmm. first game, they had a late hit on a play that could have ended Mac Jones's run in New England. So one guy gets a late hit of Mac Jones and overturns mm-hmm. the touchdown. Uh-huh. And this game, some idiot punts to uh, Marcus Jones, a guy, instead of punting it out of bounds. This is what we're living on now, the idiocy of the, of the, of the New York Jets. And people are peddling this as happy stuff. This- nope. I, sorry, Steve. I got a trend. I can't go much longer than two minutes in a call. Thank you very much. Yes. That, no, honestly. Andy, you said that earlier, like when, when Bill Belichick and Mac Jones were talking about how impressive it was that they moved the ball, they were very effective moving the ball today. Your response to that was, is this what's happening? Is this what we're doing now? We've we're lowered talking the about bar so far. So far? Unbelievable. Like that's, that's nuts to me. Un- and that's we're hurtling. Wild. We're not limboing. It's a low no. bar, and we are hurtling, and we're just like hopping over it. Ooh, nice. Like George Costanza. I didn't even watch the show, but you get my reference. 617-779-7937 is the number if you want to call into the Six Rings postgame show. Yes, we are talking about the New York Jets not playing very well today. Yes, we are talking about the New England Patriots playing just well enough or at least making enough plays to get that win. And yes, we will talk about the Patriots' chances to advance their season, to make the playoffs, or at least try and beat the Vikings, who are getting whooped on right now. Now I know why Dallas was a two-point favorite in this game. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Could the fact that Dallas is about to go up 37-3 against Minnesota negate the primetime Kirk Cousins statistical that the Patriots have going for them in this now suddenly enormous Thursday night football matchup. Well, it's not technically Thursday night football, but it's also football on a Thursday night. It's not on Amazon. I believe it's on NBC. So, you know, it's not quite the same. Anyway. So I'll be watching the game on Thursday Mm -hmm. night, but it's not Thursday night football because next week the Patriots play Thursday night football. Yes, the Thursday night game... It is on NBC. Yes, thank you very much. Good job. Yes, uh, NBC. Wow. Thanks. Say it one more again. NBC. WNBC. So it is on NBC Thursday, but then the following Thursday is actually that one Thursday will be night on. Football. That's actually the brand, the product, Thursday Night Football. That will be on Amazon. Prime. Which, by the way, whew, man, that that broadcast is. Uh, I like the music. Love Al Michaels. I think Kirk Herbstreit is taking a lot of undue criticisms, doing a fine job. Oh, really? He's getting criticism? I like him. 
Herbie? Yeah. Oh, no. It's always like, oh, this guy's never watched a pro game before. This guy stinks. Like, I think he's doing a perfectly fine job. Everybody's it's a freaking critic. It's their post-game show that is a... Ugh. Oh, debacle. Carissa Thompson looks like she may have just finished a bottle of Pinot Gris yeah, and a couple That's who I've learned are I'll probably more get valuable. fired for saying that, but that's all right. The NFL throws around a lot of money for the play-by-play guys and for the color right, commentators. Patrick is doing the whole... I like, think the studio show... Um, whether they're male or female, running, yep. controlling a studio show, for example, Ernie Johnson does it. Yep. Obviously, is probably the he's the, stick. he's the king. But and all of his there's guys, not enough of those people to go around. No, I'll tell you who's great. Tell me who's great. Kay Adams, she's awesome. She's yeah. terrific at and it. Now she does her own thing somewhere. I know, but I, I wish she was part of one I don't of really these. Even things. know where she is anymore. She's on the FanDuel TV. And what up, is that? Up and Adams. It's on some carriers. Is maybe it? she's on Amazon too? I don't know. Where is she's that? terrific. Yeah. She is terrific, but you know. She does an excellent job. Sure, she's making good money, but she went someplace where I, I will never see her. You know who else they need more of on those shows? Me. Pat McAfee. Oh. He's so damn... Mm. I love I think we're Pat getting McAfee. close to saturation. Oh, point. we have Peak McAfee? I think we're getting close. You sure? Solidifying. He's, in uh, he's the, in the awesome liquid. on game day. And by the way, I know we mentioned earlier how much we would love so sponsors. If you're listening, we're going right back to him in a second. But how great it would be to do the Six Rings postgame show live from the parking lot at Gillette and have a real, unf- like, it'll get crazy down Whole there. Man it'll away. get cray-cray. I know that. It'll be awesome. I think it would be if we did why all East Coast we, games. Why can't at we? Jets, yeah, at Jets, sure. Bills. I'll drive. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do at Bills? Why? Uh, well, that'll want... be the last show you ever do. No, I want that. You sure? Well, you said they want the smoke. Then you're going well, to chi- need the chicken wire that they surrounded the stage with when the Blues Brothers performed as the good old boys. Ah, they'll love us. Ah! They only have 30 seconds of delay, guys. <laughs> I don't know if we could. It would be tough. It would be fun, though. I, I'm up for the adventure. Me too. I I like a good uh, a challenge. I like a nice unfiltered drive to Buffalo, show. Drive to Don't we have a FM2 or something? Do we have an unfiltered signal we could put this on? Maybe we'll just make it an internet-only special. After midnight. Why don't we do the after Six Rings show? We're doing but two that, shows? Mm, that's a lot. I'm out. Six yeah. Rings <laughs> After Dark. That's Six Rings After Dark. There you go. <laughs> No, I do think that's something we should look into, yeah. even if it's just the home games. An RV. They should do different. more pro games. Like, I love college game day so much. Why don't they do more pro games on the road? Because all well, the pro games are do. just like, oh, here I we mean, are. You were just mocking um, Amazon Prime. They're always on the sideline. Yeah, but that's Thursday the sideline. That's static. Big deal. You get a couple people in the stands going like, oh, you Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want like college game day. I want the Hellions and I want the Phantoms out there just okay. like chanting and cheering. Let's do it. We'll have security, right? Yeah, uh, totally. That'll be run by Gresh. Uh, Justin and Nick. It will bring Gresh. Exactly. Just security. Put, put him by the door. Get out of here. He's the guy I would pick too. Dave is in Rhode Island. He's leaving the game. Wants to give us a little fresh perspective on what he took in today at the Razor. What's up, Dave? Hey guys, listen. I just walked out of a mer- Dave. I know. I'm sorry. Second seats. We went down a level. It was great. Listen, Matt can't do a damn thing. It's terrible. It's not looking good. I don't know what to do. I honestly, there's no hope. There's no faith. I, I honestly don't know what to say. I, I'm very excited about the season because what we have, I'm honestly stressed up because I can't see this defense doing this too many times again. This is incredible what we're doing, but honestly, and also, if you guys are going to do anything uh, like a pre uh, post-game thing, put your, the, the Mac, the Italian style, put him in it. Come on. Put me in it. What I'm saying is, listen. Dave wants to be part of our road show, Andy. Oh, okay, we'll bring fans on the road with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Dave. And uh, 
I appreciate the call. And you know what? You we'll represent you a significant by. portion of the fan base right now that I think feels that there's – I won't say like a facade that's that's been put up of like, hey, Vic, you know, like the win's the win. The Patriots got the win. But basically what I'm saying is that the Marcus Jones punt return touchdown sort of like glosses over all the issues that guys like Paul, who was there, he started the call by saying, I just feel like I'm just leaving a murder scene. Like Then he dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, and then he <laughs> Okay, so it was a pretty intense start to the call. So let me ask you a question because Fine. there's been a lot of people talking about the parallel seasons. A year ago, this mm-hmm. year, you build it, then you fall apart. The defense, well, all these they things. Certainly didn't come out of the bye like this last year. But the di- Yes, no. Well. Yes, no, well. Which one? Pick one. I don't know. I had an, my inner Fourier spoke and answered <laughs> that question. Um, but my, like last year, people got wrapped up in, mm-hmm. we're the number one seed Pro football, whatever, uh, talk or one of those. Oh, we're look, we're going to the Super Bowl. All the projections for the Super Bowl include Patriots. Don't you think um, expectations are tempered this year? I feel like last year making the playoffs and getting killed by the Bills was a letdown because people at this point in the year had high hopes, Super Bowl hopes, runs in the postseason hopes. Whereas this year, I feel like people are more honest assessing this team and people are like let's just get in and see what happens kind of mentality what portion of that do you believe is media driven in that people were just sort of like hammered over the head for so long with the the play calling is going to stink they don't have the talent they, no, they have keep eyes up in don't the blame the damn the media you're okay. part of the media so I'm, don't blame I'm the damn media sort of yes but you're sitting in time, that big chair running it. the post game show that big a chair don't blame anybody else Okay. Everybody has eyes, and they mm-hmm. can see the offensive so line being, stinks. People are the being more realistic. Predictable. There's less of the uh, less the Foxborough yes. pride. There's less of that, like the pumped yeah. up Patriots pride. Like, hey, six rings, check out AFC the AFC title game or bust. No, no, no. Right. I think people are like, eh, playoffs would be fun if we got there, and then you see what happens when you I'll get tell you there. What, Who knows? If it's playoffs, if it's hey, playoffs would be fun if we get there, as opposed to Super Bowl or bust, like it was just even five short years ago around yeah. these parts. I will say this: if this defense keeps playing like. This? Do they get to keep playing bad quarterbacks? They, uh, that's good. Yeah, well. Because the last point. couple weeks, you've gotten excited about mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, Sam Ellinger, Zach Wilson, Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nate, Jared stop Goff. me when hey, I name Jared a real Goff, hey, Jared Goff he went stinks. Into, yeah, okay, He's a puddle of goo poo. I was ju- what is goo poo? I don't know. It seemed <laughs> just rolled off the tongue. <laughs> So you agree they have some uh, challenging quarterbacks on the that's horizon. Why Everybody night, that's, that's why Thursday night. That's why Thursday night is that much more interesting now because you know the Viking. There's just no way the Vikings could play worse. They got than this. something to prove. Kevin O'Connell won't have this happen ah, to his team at that. twice US at Bank home. U.S. Bank Stadium is half empty already. Well, like who Gillette. could have possibly? Like the Vikings just went to Buffalo last weekend in one of the wildest games of the year, defeated the Buffalo Bills in yes. overtime, and now they have turned around and absolutely just hung a heat stick in the middle of the field on their home stadium on national television against a team they very well could be competing against in the playoffs. A team that somehow was a two-point road favorite, and they're losing by 34. And again, I would like to remind you, it's not that close. No. Well, nobody's that good. Nobody's that consistent. That's the reality is nobody is so good that they're that consistent. Right? Every like good the one, bill. by the way, in Pittsburgh, 24-20 Bengals just went up. That's not a good game. Pittsburgh's not that good. Pittsburgh's interesting, at least. That's the a defense now with TJ Watt. That's what that is. A competitive division. Better than game. this. Yes. Uh, but the reality is, a few weeks ago, remember when it was Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Eagles? Mm-hmm. Actually, yep. it was Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Then people started to believe in the Vikings. Yep. Now they've all lost since then. 
Except the Chiefs. Except the Chiefs. But everybody else is losing since then. The Bills are there falling is, apart. There is Vikings literally now apart. no great team. If the Chiefs go in tonight and blow doors, even with um, Juju Smith-Schuster out, um, if they can you know, integrate Kadarius Toney further, make him a little more dangerous, add him to the arsenal, I think, number one, they become the, 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 the team to beat, probably. They are a top pecking order in the NFL. Right now. For now. The for and now Holmes might be solidifying his spot as MVP of the league. For all we know, Josh Brady Allen could be going back along. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, honestly, anybody could go to the Super Bowl. We're starting time. to get into things could get really interesting yeah. down the stretch here, November and December. This will make this season that has been largely fr- frustrating and underwhelming to, I said frustrating, it's a lot of talking. It's hour three. It's I've what been, we do. It's our I profession. I slept two and a half hours. I have two sick kids. I drove three hours to get here. I took the bat tunnel. It was 12 degrees out there. Would you cut me a little slack? No. no we don't make excuses. Slack is for slackers. Hey, we, we moved the ball well today. You know what I'm doing? I'm moving the ball. You do. You well sound today. like them, lowering the ball. <laughs> There's a lot of talking in this radio business. Tom's in Hull. I'll have a nice conversation with Tom, not Andy, that troll. Hello, Tom. Fifty, you know we're going to have a nice conversation for sure. You know, I, 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 all I wanted today was a W. All I wanted was a six and four record in beating the Jets because I hate the Jets. But the Jets are having a, a good year, and they have a defensive line that's nasty, and our offensive line is JV right now mm-hmm. and 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 I, i'm saying to myself i said to my wife i said all i want is a w and, and 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 i love defensive battles and i just i enjoyed that game so much because i'm a, i'm a defensive guy and our defenses if we're going to go anywhere it's because of our defense we all know that i was just mac don't make any mistakes he didn't make any mistakes he played a solid game i mean come on he had nobody in front of him then david went out with a, with a knee he, he was cooked but the bottom line is this is that the Pats somehow got it done. And when I, when I, I, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to overtime. And the Jets, they, you know the Jets are going to make a mistake. I said to my wife the whole day, the Jets are going to make a mistake. I don't know what kind of mistake they're going to make. They punted. Instead of punting out of bounds, they punted to, to our guy. And Marcus Jones took it to the house. And that was one of the most exciting finishes to a Patriots game I have ever seen. And I, you know, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm so pumped up, so pumped up. I'm so I love happy it, to hear Tom. Thank you so much. That's I, a hell I, of a call. Need... Oh, no, that was good. It wasn't bad, actually. Um, it wasn't bad. But you know what's funny is it, it was the first, as Bill noted, that first punt return for a touchdown in the mm-hmm. NFL this season. Yes. So, which I told you as well. But that's fine. which you know, analytics might say, mm-hmm. well, it's okay to punt to him. Nobody's returned one. That's you didn't just have to win though. He's the leading punt returner in the NFL. Why would you no. do that? But you don't just have to win on a punt return for a touchdown. He could have had like a forty-yard return. Then you make a quick play and kick a game-winning Nick, field goal. And the Nick Folk would right? have kicked like, it into it the wind and would have decision. sailed into the stands. Even, it was just a dumb Tough decision, even if he didn't return it for a touchdown. Like, Correct. why give them the jump start opportunity? Right? Yeah. No, that's that. It's a terrible decision in every By way, Salah. shape, and form. And this is where I like I defend Patricia. Bill put him in that the Brett spot. Boyer is their special Brett, teams coach. Yeah. Uh, screw Boyer. No, no okay. offense, Boyer. But it's Salah's yeah, call. Screw. You're the head coach. These are the things you decide. Like the big picture decisions, the big ones, challenges and timeouts and things of game management nature. Kicking to a dangerous. And he was an All American twice in college. He had nine touchdowns. Like he. 
He's, he's really, really good. good at the, he's really like, good at that. I'm telling you. And he'd already he's shown a good nickel corner. Year. He's a good punt returner. He's the leading kickoff returner in the NFL. But other than that, let's give him a chance to make a play at the end of the game. Right. If I'm a Jets player, forget about, I can't believe we lost to the Pats. Or, you know, like, why does our offense suck so much? Yeah, Zach Wilson sucks. He's you know, dead. players tweeting out memes about him being blind, whatever. How, just go straight back up to the top. Why did you damn coach when guys like Tom and Hall talk about, how they love watching good defense, and that's a ferocious defensive line. Granted, it was feasting on, as Tom said, our JV offensive line, but still, mm. that's a damn good defensive line. Mm. And they are not rewarded for their effort once again because someone had to make a bad move. We thought it would be Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson didn't make any mistakes that were like incalculable mistakes that the Patriots pounced on. Rather, this time, it was the coach. Well, I mean, Zach Wilson did hit Devin McCourty between the three and the two, and mm-hmm. then Jonathan Jones two. between the right hand and the, the left, left hand. hand. <laughs> and they were just he a, tried. It's it weird. There were no turnovers. A little too on the money. We expected turnovers because these teams have turned the ball over. That's been part of the problem of their young quarterbacks all year. So we should take that as a positive. No turnovers for Mac Jones today. We do as we broadcast and bring you the post-game show, the Six Rings post-game show from our Best Yet brand studio. Back to the phones we go. Paul is in Quincy. Hello, Paul. Hey, how are you? How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, awesome. Listen, Top of the watched, world, buddy. I must have watched a different game. I saw some things that I liked. I liked Jones was 23 or 27. He didn't turn the ball over. As for the sacks, at least three of them, the Jets came through that line like a cannon. I'd rather this kid take the sack than throw the ball up for grabs now. That's when he gets into trouble. The play calling is terrible. Fourth and three, you have a run and play. You know, they left 10, 13 points on the field. I'm going to cut Nick Folk some slack because he's been our second MVP this year. But I think he drops the ball. That's a touchdown. All in all, we got the win. They could do better. The play calling is terrible. Mac was 85%. So, and they didn't go downfield, which is a good thing because they don't have the guy who can get the receiver. So I'm happy with the outcome today. I'm worried about Minnesota. Is this, is this win lost today going to ruin this team or are they going to be angry and beat the heck out of us? So, you know, have a good night, guys. That's a uh, great question. That's the that is the Kirk next Cousins question. Kirk Cousins in prime time coming off a bad loss. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell, first year coach, coming off a bad loss, adversity for the first time in his young coaching career. So it'll be interesting to see how the and the flip side, Patriots may not have played all that well offensively. Maybe they didn't even deserve to win today if you want to paint that picture, mm-hmm. but they did. They got a jolt from their punt returner, how do they react to it? Can they use this as a positive to snowball forward? That was the question I posed to you way back. Jeez, we've been on so long now. In the first hour of the show, could they use that that as something to propel them? Could the Patriots use the momentum? I said. The positive energy created by Marcus Jones's last-minute touchdown, his punt return touchdown, could that propel these Patriots? And could that actually light a fire underneath the offense? Because it's, again, so probably not exactly, unless they put him on offense. I'm sorry, but even that. It's a short turnaround, by the way. It's a very physical game for the Patriots to have just played. Absolutely. Like, everyone is probably still feeling the same wind burn that I am on my face now, times 10, because they were in three hours of... Plus, they Physical actually combat and confrontation. Yes, what I'm saying. <laughs> they didn't and just human talk. car accidents didn't just like talk and run around with a microphone in their hand. And then now they have to basically hit the tub. Here's the game plan. Uh, have an early Thanksgiving with the family and, you know, hop on an airplane and fly out to Minneapolis, get a three hour flight out there to against a team that this is perplexing for Minnesota to beat Buffalo last Sunday. They're probably not as good as that game, but they certainly aren't this bad. But are the Cowboys good? The cow- same Cowboys that were up two touchdowns last Sunday against Green Bay and then squandered that one and then turn around now and they're up by five touchdowns? 
All these transitive properties are getting confusing. 2022 NFL at its finest. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Andy Hart's thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll have the player of the game. It's all coming to you on the Six Rings postgame show brought to you by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in just a week. Visit Zooty. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. 617-779-7937 is the number. This is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. The offense's theme song. It's probably the official theme song of the offense because we really are stuck in the middle, aren't we? Are you saying Mac or Matt? Both. Both. Okay. See, Nick was paying attention because I, uh, well, I couldn't tell. It's very, okay. it's like frog protection and fraud protection. Hey, has uh, Fourier called in with his uh, breakdown and analysis on the game? Uh, is he ditching us? Wow. So it's cool if he needs us from 1 yeah. to 3 a.m. for his crusade, but he can't give us 5 or 10. We don't need him, actually, but I just want no, to bust we his don't, chops. Actually. I actually forgot he was even you know, expected totally. to call in. We appreciate Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com sending in some audio that we've used in today's program. Thank you very much, Kyrie. We'll look forward to... His breakdowns on WEI.com following today's 10-3 victory by the Patriots over the Jets. Wow, Andy, the Vikings-Cowboys game was so bad. How bad was it? They actually cut two Steelers at Bengals or Bengals at Steelers nationally on the telecast. How about that? I do love those all-white, the white tiger outfits for the Bengals. Those are sweet. sweet. They might be my favorite alts. Like, this looks looks good. The Steelers in the all-black with the yellow trim. Ben's gals in the white with the black stripes like that. This is football, right? Look at this. Everyone's blowing steam. It's a it's classic cold. battle. Classic. Good and bad, black and white. There you go. Look at you. Cowboy at you. drive. Working on the narratives, huh? 617-779-7937 is the number you can use like Mike in the car who would like to talk about Patriots defense today. Hello, Mike. Michael. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I I want to talk about the Patriots' defense and just honestly how well they've played. Uh, but you know, he brought Pedro Martinez on. He freaking bought David Ortiz Mike, on. Mike, we, Mike, no, yeah, Mike, no, oh, I'm we, sorry. we, we, no, yeah, I'm so sorry. yeah. Luckily, yeah, we got it. Okay, that. yep. Nope. No, this is not okay. a podcast. This isn't satellite. No. Yeah. Yep. I apologize for that. I very much apologize for that. All good. But, uh, We're good. I uh, I you know I think that that the Patriots defense is a top five defense and that they're not getting talked about. I mean, I think the offense has been the, the talk of the Patriots and they deserve much, 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 much credit than the offense right now because they're carrying the team. Absolutely. That's a very fair point. We can agree to agree on that one and end the call. Thank good you very much, point. Mike. Yeah. Good <laughs> point. Hey, um, another stellar, he's not going to, spoiler alert, he's not going to win player of the game. Uh, you know, may as well just do it now. Why wait till 724 okay. before the broadcast is over? Patriots player of the game is, of course, brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids, that's carswithak.com, or call 
K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. Thank you. One, the two, biggest three. landslide in the history of this award, Marcus, Marcus. Jones. The I real mean, M. Jones on this squad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, one that's, play, but. that's one of the greatest plays in Patriots. Okay. Re- no, 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 no. Regular season, that's one of the greatest plays in Patriots history. Mm. It won a game, Andy. They could have lost that game. They did some things to They might not have lost the game. game. They were going overtime. They, I said they might have. They also might not have. Andy, he returned a punt 84 yards with 15 seconds left and no, no, gave it was the a Patriots great play. win. I just that don't want to put more on it. That is one of the most exciting plays, one of the no. best plays in, in regular season. If they season go 1-6 and six in the next seven and finish at 7 But and that's ten. why I say this. No, because right now I believe it is because divisional game puts you in third place, helps clear a little more of the roughage around the path to the playoffs potentially. You mm. put the Jets down, you frustrate that. Like, it's an important – like, it's a huge win. It's an important play. And, again – like there's no there's no doubting how electric that play was. Like it was spectacular, boogie, absolutely boogie. spectacular. Evan McPherson with the field goal, twenty seven twenty three, Cincinnati over Pittsburgh. Who else stood out? Let's do a little thumbs up, thumbs down too right now while we're at it. Uh, obviously, thumbs up, Matthew Judon. Two more sacks, yep. thirteen and a half on the season. That man is a menace. Yeah, he pretty good. He pretty pretty good. Did have that one uh, where he tried to time up the snap, jumps mm-hmm. off sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Matthew Judon would get a vote. Uh, I thought the running backs were both really good. You needed whatever offense you could muster because I don't think Damien on the ground, good. Ramondre yep. in the receiving game. Yeah, and uh, you needed that. And that, however, that two-headed monster works or divvies it up. Uh, I think you're better when you have the two-headed monster and and can do that. So they get uh, some credit there. In, in all seriousness, Michael Pilardi. The, the new punter. And I don't even yeah. know if a lot of people listening may... Who does he keep saying Michael Pilardi? Pilar- Jake Bailey Pilarkey? went on... Yeah, not Pilarkey. Pilardi. Uh, I think I'm saying it right. I actually mm-hmm. didn't look it for... No, it's okay. Pilardi. Um, promoted from the practice squad. Actually signed from the practice squad because Jake Bailey went on injured reserve with a back injury. Maybe. Injured reserve. Back injury. That could be explaining his struggles this season. Or maybe there's just regression. Right. Who knows? Is the back injury creating the struggles, or did the struggles, the struggles create, create the, the back, back injury? injury? Back injury. Mm-hmm. Either way, Michael Pilardi, cold day, mm-hmm. first time kicking in the wind mm-hmm. in the conditions of Gillette Stadium mm-hmm. in this environment, seven times, couple inside the 20. I think he averaged like 45 and change. We haven't uh, even he really was seen that out of Jake Bailey all season. And he had a one that just missed. It actually became a touchback mm-hmm. of being a true coffin corner. Mm-hmm. Just missed. So Michael Pilardi. Just a bit outside. Now, I will say... You did have two missed kicks from Nick Folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Belichick talked about one of them getting stopped five to eight yards by the wind. But oh, he, yeah. he also, I don't know if, if Pilardi, maybe there wasn't quite that comfort between Folk and the, the holder Pilardi as there might have been. So just something Usually to keep an eye on Jake moving Bailey, forward. Right? Yep. Um, but Pilardi was good. Uh, the, the defense in general, but the run defense was dominant. Excellent. Those guys up front. All of them. Raekwon McMillan dumb. looked like he had himself a, a good day bit. today, and he did Pumped get his hands on that punt as well, which was a terrible call by Cheffers, Carl Bill Cheffers. Bill Belichick could not official. find his challenge flag. He checked the left sock, then he checked the right sock, then he went back to the left sock. And by, by that, that time, time, it was too late, Bill. Oh, uh, I'd like to also, uh, one more, please. Kyle Duggar. Doug. Kyle Duggar yeah. is like, boy, did you miss him? Did we miss him? Did they miss him? Absolutely. Great well, to mean, have him back as well. When you look at that defense and you player. try to pick out impact players, like they have a lot of rotational players, good mm-hmm. players, but impact players, you say Judon is definitely one. Duggar's on the short list. Duggar's on the short handful of impact 
defensive players. They are a much better defense when he is part of the mix. So, yes, that would be the thumbs up. Are we doing thumbs down, too? Oh, you can throw a few in there if you got any. Okay, thumbs down. Trent Brown. Oh. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why you didn't I should start. say, excuse me, it's the Isaiah Wynn Memorial thumbs down list. Yeah, he's included in this because he got hurt and left. The offensive line was a debacle. But Trent Brown, why are you not starting? Then you're being forced out there. You're not playing well when you get forced out there. Um, you know, there were reports that he missed a couple practices during the bye week. Is he? And Bill Belichick said it was a coaching decision, so that definitely feels like a, a punishment, a benching, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know when he would have played if Isaiah Wynn didn't get uh, banged up. Was was Trent Brown going to come in at some specific time that they had in their mind? Uh, but the offensive line as a group, the pass protection, terrible. Six sacks again against the Jets, just like last time. Three straight games with four or more sacks for this offensive line. It is putrid. I don't know what the answer is. And my boy, John o. Smith, is going on the thumbs down list. For me, personally, I don't care about the four catches for 40 yards. I care about you running down the field with a big play, except you forgot the ball. And some people tried to give him the out. No, he had it, and then he just let it go. Yeah, and some people tried to say he was planning on switching hands, which, A, would have made no sense. Taking it from the outside hand to the inside hand would Why make would no sense. Why would you put it on the inside? That's exactly Plus, what you don't do. watch the replay. It just started popping it out. Just, like, again. The sleeves. Like, I'm going to blame the sleeves. I'm going to make an excuse for sleeves. him. He had the... Uh, Sir, so Derek Justin Henry Jefferson makes the catch of the year because of the gloves, but he has the fumble of the maybe year. Maybe he doesn't have the tackified sleeves. Okay, well, maybe somebody could pick him up for him. Or maybe he could pick him up himself. Or, After all, he's got 12.5 million reasons to hold on to the damn ball. Maybe somebody can pick him up at the airport of whichever city we ship him off to to go away. One more call before the break. Hello, David in Florida. How are you, sir? Good evening. What's up? First of all, the defense, I mean, you know, three weeks ago when they got beat up by Chicago, when they got beat up by the Ravens, we said they were horrible, and now they, and they can't play well against mobile quarterbacks. The, the, the Jets, and last week, who did they beat last week? I can't remember. Jets beat the Bills two weeks ago, um, sir. I mean, the, 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 the Jets are just a horrible Horrible. Bill Walton, like, horrible. And, I mean, yeah, the defense is playing well. Look our offenses, but they need to. They're going to need to execute more in the in the um in the as the season continues and against quality teams before we can say they're super. I mean, they're good, they're very good right now, but we they, they need to to learn to stop mobile quarterbacks too. Now with, with the offense, mm-hmm. I I think I will say, and I like that new formation that that, that they put in during the bye week with that like wishbone with a, they have three backs in the, in the backfield yeah like an inverse bone um, or an old wing tee yeah. or diamond mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it yeah mm-hmm. because if That's you cute. put both harris and and Ramondre in the backfield at the same time you don't know who's getting the ball so it, it disguises things yeah but i like I that i think the run game the, the run game i think is okay but it's the passing game that just needs a lot of work mm-hmm. and th- there's no pre-snap movement before the before the snap it's just like they get there, they set up in the in the formation, and they hike it. You need to have some pre-snap movement, and I think that's what, what Patricia is lacking right now. It- Thank you very much for the call, David. I appreciate that as well. Uh, pre-snap movement does not guarantee anything because no, it does nobody not. had more pre-snap movement than the Jets with that little motion around mm-hmm. the and, – and guess what? They had 103 yards. They had two yards in the second half. So pre-snap movement might be nice, might be fun, might help you in some ways. No guarantee you're going to be good because the Jets stunk, stunk today too. Yes, they did, and I'm not going to bust your chops. For snunk, your, yeah, for saying snunk, snunk as well. They were it was not that's a, how bad they were. It they was not a, sneaky, a new word. It was not a sneaky stunk. They, they stunk snunk. out loud as well today. But they are not our problem as well. 
The Minnesota Vikings will be the Patriots' problem come Thursday night as well, and they are just getting it handed to them today by the Dallas Cowboys. When we come back for our final segment, we will do a little more previewing of the game. We will take some final calls here. And, hey, you know, we'll just get crazy. We're just going to take my pants off. Wow. I wasn't expecting that kind of crazy. But you know what? Anything goes in the final segment of the Six Rings postgame show here on WEI. A spirited Six Rings postgame show today following the Patriots 10-3 win over the Jets at Gillette Stadium. Just like there's a very exciting finish. Oh, looks like that went incomplete. Out in Denver, the Raiders will have a chance to kick the game-tying field goal and send this game of utter AFC West irrelevance to overtime. It is 16-13 Broncos right now with just 20 seconds left. Home stretch here tonight, Andy, on the Six Rings postgame show. Of course, broadcasting from our Best Yet brand studio here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Final thoughts and takeaways from the game today before we start looking ahead finishing up the calls and talking Pat's Vikings on a quick turnaround Thanksgiving night. Microphone on. I think uh, producers should put my microphone on. I'm just saying. I'm just wow. kidding. Uh, I think Patriots fans should be optimistic coming out of this game. I don't care how ugly the offense was. I don't care that it was a slog of a game. You won the game. Mm-hmm. You look like you may have actually sneaky gotten better on special teams with the Polardi thing. Not just the Marcus Jones punt return, but maybe your punter is better for hidden yards moving forward. Seven we'll see. for th- seven for 317, 45.3 yard average. We'll see. You you acquired Nick Folk and then found out, wow, mm-hmm. Nick Folk's really good over mm-hmm. the last few years. Mm-hmm. Maybe the same thing can happen with Polardi, which would be nice for this team that has a defense. They're going to be tested. But you should be optimistic as you watch Kirk Cousins get his ass whooped. So much so that not only did they change the game, apparently like they got rid of the links. I'm reading people on Twitter. They've never seen anything like this. Direct TV went down. Like you can't even watch the game anywhere now. But you, for can't, that. you can't pretend that it's not uh, there. Like, I guess the it's NFL so trying bad. to scrub it from. Oh, no, this is one of our best teams and they're getting killed. Get rid of this. Don't let anybody know. Wow. So when you watch these games and see people oh, 40 to three like the Holy Bills smokes. underachieve or the yep. Vikings underachieve. Mm-hmm. That's opportunity. That's a crack in the door. And am I saying you are the best team in the league? No. A Super Bowl run? No. I said it earlier. I do think people have lowered expectations, and maybe that's good. Appreciate if you go on a post. If if you're in the hunt late Mm -hmm. in the year, appreciate it. If you make the playoffs, appreciate it. God forbid you win a game. Appreciate it. You don't have to go to an AFC title game or a Super Bowl for it to be a successful season. They're fun. They are. But you know what else is fun? Making the playoffs. Missing the playoffs is less fun. Right Good point. Like, or making the playoffs and getting your doors blown off. Not how about so fun. being eliminated in, I don't know, late November, early December? Also not fun. Also not fun. So Unless, stay of in course, the you're building towards something. Stay. See, the debate continues because what if you know the team has bottomed out and now you're building towards a future and there are bright spots around which you can build a team that could be able to contend for years, especially while your quarterback is on his rookie deal. Who's the quarterback? Mm, good question. <laughs> you know what? Actually, play caller? I think there's been a lot more, as I've been reading uh, across many socials, and as we'll take a call about in just a second here, there seems to be a bit more, you can't be blaming this all on Mac. You certainly can't blame it all on All him. of it? No. He shouldn't be getting much blame The coaching and the right line now. stink. Yes. We know Starts that. there. We know the coaching he, he and the can, line stink. What size piece would you say, Mac? Let's, okay, so the blame for the Patriots having a difficult time getting in the end zone, say yeah. for Marcus Jones today, is a pizza pie. Okay. Does he get a birthday-sized slice of the pizza? You know what I mean? Like, usually where it's in, like, 12s or 16ths. A lot of kids to feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... No, no, no. 
It's he gets not, a full like regular Papa Gino yeah, size regular. slice, okay. but not a um, slice that you buy on the street in New York or whatever. No, not that's a, like no, massive. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. He, uh, normal a regular slice. Of the slice. Pie. Like he contributes. He yep. can do better under pressure. Early in the year, he could do a better job taking care of the ball, making good throws. Like I don't think he's been accurate. I don't think he's made good decisions. I don't think he's had great pocket presence. He's getting better. But I think all of those things that are his warts would be less warty. Mm-hmm. If you were better in your coaching, your play calling, your game planning, and certainly if you were better up front. Every quarterback, we've seen bad quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks get embarrassed or changed by their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like, no quarterback is good under pressure. Whether Patrick it's Brady, Mahomes in Manning, Super Bowl 55. All of them. The greatest, the greatest incompletion I've ever seen. Yeah, because the man was running for his life all right. night and long. And Matt can't do those types of performances. He doesn't have that skill set to even make it look pretty while getting his ass whooped, right? Mm-hmm. right. Like, he doesn't have that. So, yeah, Mac gets a share, but he's not the Lions' share. He's not the Patriots' no. share. No, I would say it goes. I would say the offensive line is the primary problem. Who's their coach? Uh, the same guy who calls the plays. Except he's not listed in title. He's a but special offensive assistant at Patriots.com. Who put him in place? That would be eight-time Super Bowl champion, Bill Belichick. Blame him. Ed's in the car. He does not want any blame on Mac Jones. What's up, Ed? Uh, I'm not a Mac Jones rooter. Sitting here playing gin rummy with my 94 year old mother, listening to you guys. Wow! To hear a child. Have a yes. Sunday. Hello, mom. How we doing? You know what? And she and she's beat me up playing gin. I can't believe. It. <laughs> yes. Well, she's got the experience on go. you. That's right. Yeah, it's like I don't. I don't think it's Mac Jones's. Not his whole fault. He's not a great quarterback. We all know this. But you know what? Mr. Rogers doesn't look good so great either in Green Bay. It's an offensive line that you need. You play a lot better with an offensive line. That's all I have to say. I'm not going to say anymore because that's all it is. Well Give said. Give offensive line. He's going to play better. There you go. I thought he was Thank done you when for he the said call, Ed, And also, <laughs> hey, Ed's mom, give him hell tonight. That's right. She's aging better than Bill what's Belichick. Better, what's better than sitting around, probably having a refreshing beverage, playing cards with your mom, listening to the Six Rings postgame show on a Sunday night? Have a Sunday, Ed and his mom. Nothing better. Nothing better. And the Patriots won. Yes. And they're playing Thursday, everyone's favorite eating day. By the way, it is going to be interesting. Our various levels of L-tryptophan fatigue that we're experiencing when we get on the air at 11.15. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Not have my turkey dinner until 1 o'clock when we finish the postgame show Thursday? Oh, no. I'll have eaten. I'll have digested. I'll have had snacks. I'll have had eggnog. What? Come on, Andy. You Should we take bets on who falls asleep first? Andy, 100%. Oh, never. Energy will never be a problem with this guy. There's lots of other issues. Energy will not be one of them. I promise. That's going to be the lightest and mildest Thanksgiving to date. Now, Friday, oh, I'm just going to absolutely just get after it Friday. It's the best leftover day of the year. It is, and I always think the food tastes better. Andy, Gold Turkey sandwiches are better than turkey meal. Oh, by a a mile. Not even close. I'll be enjoying it 10 to 2. Love, love. Fresh. What's, oh, that's right. You're on the air on Friday. Damn right. Oh, man. That's going to be that's going to be. Somebody's going to work around here. Hey, listen, I put my name in the ring just because they wanted to make sure Curtis could do the morning show from Florida. I know, right? <laughs> You're going to go to these calls. They're locked and loaded. We'll I finish. am. Let's do I was just Michael the, Holly I, lightning I'm round. I'm excited. I'm also hungry. I'm thinking about that Thanksgiving oh, sandwich. I'm also thinking about my cornbread stuffing, which is amazing. I make these off the charts garlic mashed potatoes. Hi, John in the car. How are you? Gentlemen, I think we, we're going to start with the, the obligatory. Yeah, the play calling sucks. The offensive line sucks. <laughs> with that being said, like, 
the NFL still sucks, and the Patriots are still, like, in the playoffs and are in the driver's seat at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. the only team who I think legitimately has an outside shot at maybe overtaking them, just because their schedule is so terrible, is the Chargers. Everybody else, I mean, look at the Bengals. They're, they're still having trouble with, with Pittsburgh. Whereas it's a divisional game, as Bill would say. Divisional game on the road. That's a tough matchup every time. But, like, I, I still don't see – like, if the Patriots win three games – I think they'd make the playoffs. And if you told me the Patriots make the playoffs back in October, Andrew, yes. I think we would both be going, uh, no way they make the playoffs with this terrible this terrible crew and this disaster of a team. So am I resetting my expectations? Uh, yeah, probably. But as you said earlier, like I'll gladly take that than dreadful football down the stretch that's meaningless like uh, out in Las Vegas or uh, Denver. Absolutely. Take Very advantage. And those point, are John. Those Very are two fair. teams that I would include in that discussion. Take advantage of the fact that there's some underachieving teams that may open the door. Now, I don't know that it gets you in because I, I think the Patriots just need to worry about their games. Forget about all mm-hmm. the other six and four teams, the Chargers. You need to win as many games as possible and try to let the chips fall where they may. Right, which is uh, what I'm just saying is I think it's three. Like, looking at all of that and looking at the Patriots, like if they win three games, which I think is immensely achievable against Arizona and Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you can find one more in there, then I think they're in. That's why I, I say, yeah, if they can get three wins, they're in. And I think it's I think two is definitely achievable. And Dolphins so at home. Three is where it could cold, be icy cold, cold for the Dolphins on right. New Year's Day. How about the Christmas Eve special against these very same Bengals who – Likely we'll have Jamar Chase back, but at the same time, hey, Christmas Eve, you never know. What if the Patriots, and also, John, Andy, what, yeah, if the Patri- mean, what if the Patriots offense actually does wake up a little bit? What if they, what if they go rogue and actually start scoring more than 10 gonna points a to. game? They're going to absolutely need there to at some, some point. He, like, Mac wasn't wrong. There was some movement today. Like, they did move the ball reasonably. They just had the usual, like, couldn't, like, put it together at the end and, like, actually score points. Like, that way. Like, he wasn't entirely wrong. He was just doing his max spin of like, well, there was some positivity of, you know, well, we did some good stuff. Like wow. they, did, they did kind of move the ball at times. I, I, that, if he had phrased thank it like that. Thank you for the that, call, John. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you, John. If he had phrased it like that, we kind of moved the ball at times today, I yeah. would have had no dispute with it. It wasn't the, oh, we moved we it. We absolutely moved well. the ball. To, what are you talking about? Absolutely. Who's trying to talk, who's, talking who, who's talking who up when they do that? Is Mac trying to like... Because well, like, the locker room, I'm sure, was a party. By the way, I did come off the field uh, making my way to be able to watch the game for the first half, and I saw the Jets in the tunnel. They had somebody, like, they had a hype man who brought a boombox onto the field. Like, come on, what are we doing? Well, they're the Jets, and it didn't exactly. work, apparently. No, I mean, really, like, we're, we For had example, our, I, years ago in the playoffs, and a hype man when, when Ray Lewis did his hype thing under the tunnel there and, like, the walls were shaking, it yeah. worked. So maybe they should take a, that, a play out of that playbook rather yeah. than... They a had boom like box. fire. I know the boom box and like, come on, what are we doing? Yeah, they put. They could. Um, they could fall apart. The Jets. Yeah, wouldn't that? They be are on the uh, cusp with, Would, with the the offense, defense, quarterback thing. The coach clearly saw a piece posted thing. recently to the, uh, the Boston Globe. If the Jets are serious about saving their season, it's time to put Flacco back in. Ugh. I don't think that <laughs> would save the year necessarily either. Uh, does, do the Jets win today if Joe Flacco plays? No. Are they more? Well, I mean, I don't know how I say that. So definitively. I was going to say, how, yeah, that was. <laughs> you didn't call me on it. I had to call myself. Supremely how do you just how do you more than nine passes? Right, like, but he, I said it with such I confidence mean, that he, he was ready to just let it pass. No, I was. I was thinking about it. Like, why no? Like, with what conviction do you say that? Uh, I think Joe Flacco still stinks too. He he's not great, but no. he's also like Zach Wilson was next level oh, he terrible stinks. today. He and he's he might worse. go from like, stink to suck. I think his teammates hate him. I think his teammates are sick of him. Mm-hmm. I think his teammates think he's a dink too. I think he's toast there. 
On what? It's just when. It's Zach not Wilson, yet. your New England Patriots 2023 quarterback. Six one. Uh, what? Oh, Devontae Adams with a bomb with the touchdown. Overtime wide bomb open. touchdown. Wide open from Derek Carr. Sending the Broncos country home unhappy. Oh, boy. Let's ride. Let's ride home. Losers. Wow. wow. That's that's the that's it for the Broncos. Wow, look at that. Could this turn things around for their eighties who now move to three and seven on the season? There's seven losses. It's their third win. What are you Broncos talking country? About? Let's ride. And oh. the Broncos are not a good team. They super terrible. How did nobody have Devontae Adams? He's only the best receiver in the AFC West. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, you get what you deserve sometimes. Let's get a couple more of these calls. Let's today. bang them out. Bill's in Malden. Bill, what's up, Bill? Yeah, I'm I'm still riding that high coming out go. of that stadium after that. Good I mean, you. it was the slog of the day, and it's like, what am I doing out here in 50, uh, you know, wins? And then the kid pulls it off. I mean, I'm 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 going out of there screaming, who was this kid? I, I'm it, Like I said, save the season. Here we go. I like our chances, like I said, uh, on Turkey Day, so. Just keep winning. That's all I'm looking for. Well said, Bill. There we Just go, keep Bill. winning, baby. What if and you're faithful, unlike those other frauds that were leaving at halftime. Uh, I mean, it was really cold. There were some people. I don't leaving. care. Stephen Fall. Hello. You stay to watch the game. And look what happened when you didn't stay today. To anyone who left because they had... Uh, a party to get to. They wanted to beat the traffic, or they were just too darn cold. Fitzy says, you missed one of the greatest plays in Patriots history. That was one of the greatest plays in much. Patriots regular season history. A bit much. A little hyperbole. Well, name it's five other great ones in I the last 20 years. I name 100 if Paul Perillo were here to point them out for me. Uh, you, now you, need, now you need a... Kenbrell Tompkins. No, I know that. It, it's up there with the Kenbrell Tompkins West Welker, 99-yard touchdown catch. Randy it, Moss, was catch that, for the record for the perfect season. Was okay. in overtime? Was, was oh, the Randy, catch of the was day, baby. Which one? Troy Brown in Miami. Oh, yeah. Okay, so see, these are all like in that top ten. Oh, now you expanded the top, top ten. 10. I said well, I qualified it twenty five. Oh, see, look at you turning around, looking through the glass. Like, come on, producer, get on my side. Yeah, let's play gang up on Fitzy. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the phones. Let's go. Let's bang these out. Let's see if we can get all four calls in. Go. Kelly and Amherst, what up, my guy? Be quick. I thought that was one of the most exciting ever. I don't remember Thank a you. time really being quite so taken aback by the events because the thing was points were at a premium. It's not like mm-hmm. it was a 42 to 39 game and they came back. Now, uh, my man Hart does have a good point is that it was only tied. So it wasn't like, uh, you know, a last second turnaround. Right. You thought you were going to lose. So you won. But I, I mean, I was very, very excited, you know, whatever. But no, I want to say this. Mac Jones. I'm more of a Zappy guy, but I certainly wasn't calling for Zappy today. I thought Mac looked good. But let's be real. There's one guy who's not getting nearly enough heat. He's played great all year, but Ramondre Stevenson, what do you have, 15 carries for 26 yards? That's pathetic. Look at it like a basketball game. If somebody put up 20 shots and only came back with like five points, you'd say, get those 20 shots back and you win the game. If somebody else would have had those carries, we would have won the game a lot easier. That's my thought. That's Excellent. a terrible thought, Kelly. Oh, what are you talking about? Because if we use your basketball reference. Hey, that's me talking to me. Yeah, Hello! Me to me. Oh, phone got weird there for that. Um, <laughs> we were actually like, in the other side. Wow, that use was interesting. His basketball. Well, if everybody stopped setting picks and screening for you and you couldn't get any open shots, are we blaming it all on Ramondre Stevenson? Because no. I thought the line stunk blocking for him at times. It's not, his, fa- it's not his fault that on 4th like and 3 they called the three. wide zone stretch. Yeah, that was his yeah. fault. Jet, 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 jet. They're jets nine. There were nine. Like no, a freaking no airport. going to do anything with that. And our last call of the day, because we are out in just three minutes' time as we turn over to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. David in the car. Hello, David. 
Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Thank you. So here's my – I put 20% of the blame on Mac. Everything else is on coaching, uh, starting with Belichick. He's the, he's the, he's the captain. He's, he's the head of the, of the ship. So it all starts at the top. And anybody who doesn't put the blame there, they're not, they don't know business. They don't understand it. Uh, offensive line is terrible. You can't win games. And, and the real test is this week, uh, Thursday, I should say, coming up against the Vikings. That's a real game. That's a real team right now. If they can beat the Vikings, uh, then my hopes are a lot better than they are right now. I do feel a little bit better after today's win, uh, obviously, but we still need to see what happens Thursday night. Excellent call to end on, David. Thank you very much. Yes, we do need to see what happens Thursday night. That's why I said earlier, Andy, and I'll say it again, Thursday is a huge litmus test for this team because now you're on the road. You are playing a good team. Even though Minnesota got their doors blown off today, they're 8-2. and two. They're certainly better. They may not be as good as they were last Sunday in Buffalo, but they're not as bad as they were today against Dallas in a 40-3 to defeat. So they'll be motivated. Now, their division is likely locked up, but they can score. They got one of the best receivers on the planet. They got an excellent running game and a solid tight end as well. So they'll be motivated to try to show up the Patriots on Thursday night. And the Patriots, yeah, you could look at it as, well, they sort of eked by today. They didn't even score an offensive touchdown. They survived. Maybe that's the way they're going to have to win games the rest of the way, surviving, eking it out until the offense can maybe ever possibly break out. Or or maybe we just don't even see it the rest of the season. Yeah, I... I I am not confident they're going to break out offensively. I've kind of put that away. Now it's just the average, be good enough, don't have as... They continue to talk about it, but they still have problems with negative plays. Like, stop having the negative plays first, and that would be a step forward for this team. Forget about, you know, moving up and down the field like they think they did today, and forget about big plays. Just stop having so many negative plays. Be competitive. Be compl- You know, Bill always talks about complimentary football. Be more of a complimentary aspect because we're sort of saying the defense is good enough. They're going to be competitive. We feel comfortable they're going to be pretty competitive, although we do have the two Bills games on the horizon and the whole idea of you're going to make the Bills punt and that whole hangover from last year. But I think the defense is pretty good. Special teams is good. Folk has been good. Maybe Pilardi is good. Marcus Jones is good. Now the offense needs to just carry some share like our shows i carry you all the time just carry a little bit. oh see you had me right there it was a great show all the way up into the end when you patted yourself on the back first oh look at that you turned your own microphone off in the interim at the same time as well <laughs> good job by you andy hart good job justin turpin and nick lapan behind the glass thank you guys for allowing us into your after gates in the car on the way home wherever you happen to be playing uh a game of gin rummy with your 94 year old mother listening to the six rings post game show Do not miss Bill Belichick tomorrow morning on the Greg Hill Show here on WEEI. Mac Jones with Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. A bunch of different players with Gresham Keefe on the midday as well. Matthew Slater on Mud at Night tomorrow night. And we are back Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, following Patriots versus Vikings here on WEEI with you till 1 a.m. Thanks so much for Andy. This is Fitzy saying goodnight, God bless, and as always, go Pats. the LVP, this offensive line. Are you guys kidding me? They, they, they stink. The exclusive home for Patriots Monday and Friday, 93.7. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. Boston Sports Original.